0: Begin secure transmission. Good morning, 007. For the past three years, a high-ranking Russian general, Arkady Arumov, has been
1: stealing Russian military equipment and selling it on the black market. We have reason to believe he's about to ship a cache of high-tech weapons to a terrorist organization that has been targeting our embassies. Along with Agent 006, your mission is to infiltrate his base of operations, destroy the weapons cache and, if need be... Eliminate General Orgelmuth. They're all Voldemort. Hey
0: everybody, welcome back to Play Retro. Um, Sorry, you caught me off guard with that. I'll explain that clip in a second. (laughs) Uh, I'm your host, Scott Johnson, and if I catch you peeking at the bottom right fourth of my TV, I will cut you.
1: No, oh, and I am your other host, Brian Dunaway, and no, you keep your eyes on your part of the screen, you screen looker. Also, no odd job. Oh, and slappers only.
0: Yeah, slappers only. Oh, remember gold, the golden gun mode?
1: Oh, oh yeah, baby, the golden gun mode. We yes. must be talking about some kind of James Bond video game this week on Play Retro.
0: Yeah, we must be. I'll, I'll explain a little bit. That may be a little confusing at the top of the show. That audio heard, which was Judy Dench. Uh mm-hmm. the Dang. at the time she was M in the uh you know the Bond universe. Um no spoilers, but she's not that anymore. <laughs> anyway, uh this would have been Daniel Craig time, but in two thousand four through 05... no wait, was it later? Oh eight. No, you ah.
1: uh you talking about Pierce Brosnan's run? No, it no, was no, earlier. No, no. You not that, about
0: not that. The the game so they made a game called GoldenEye Reloaded. In oh, in two thousand ten. Right. There it is. Oh, twelve. Twelve? Twelve. Ten. Twelve ten, 10, eh, whatever. It was I toward didn't the play
1: it. So it doesn't matter. It
0: doesn't matter. It was toward the end of the PlayStation three slash Xbox Three Sixty run. And, um, a lot of people don't remember it, but it was actually really good. It was quite good. Yeah. But I think people just assumed, oh, whatever. You're putting Daniel Craig in there. Plus, you know, what are you even doing? <laughs> it was actually pretty good. Ta- uh, of all Daniel the Bond-
1: Craig. Yeah, go ahead. One of the things, one of the things I learned this past week, Daniel Craig, huge golden eye fan yeah. loves the video games. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan just had a birthday this past week. The Did. guy we're going to be talking about mostly on this episode. Yeah, didn't care for him. Doesn't like video games. Yep. Just didn't care for it. Didn't so, care for him. Wasn't yeah, his thing. Claimed that
0: he only played it once. I think that's been proven wrong, though, because he played it again. I found video of him in... Um, <laughs> who's the Tonight Show host? Fallon? I his name. Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Playing yeah. a game. And uh, so I think it makes it twice for him.
1: So. Yeah, he's played it more. I, I, just about everywhere he's gone, he's probably went like, oh... So my whole James Bond run really is only being remembered through this video game. Well, part
0: of that, freaking Mr. Brosnan, if I can call you that, is that most of your James Bond movies sucked. They weren't good. (laughs) Goldeneye was okay. (laughs) The movie was okay. The game was insanely good. Take what you can, dude. It's fine. Before
1: Brosnan Brosnan came along, they were pretty much done with Bond. I mean, they almost just stopped the whole freaking thing. And so they were kind of, I, I remember the time when this was going on, and we were all like, Remington still as James Bond. We can't, we want him. We want him. The the fans were begging for it, yep. and we got
0: it. We got him. You're and welcome. He was, and he was fine. You're welcome. He was fine. Yeah. He was better than those Timothy Dalton movies. Nothing wrong with Timothy Dalton. Or Timothy fine. Dalton. It's not his he fault. He a lot of shit. It's not his yeah. fault. Those movies were bad, and it's not his fault. He was good in them. Uh, so, you know, whatever. But then the reboot with Craig, of course, you know, a, a much more epic uh, take. Although I think that last one was pretty disappointing i did not like it remember? Yeah, I, I haven't seen the latest one you should watch it tell i me, need tell to, me to it's about. on my list okay but a lot but my, my point to go back to why i played that clip the reason i played that and not something from the original goldeneye to start the show is there are no commercials from oh. that era that had any yeah. voices in it at all of any kind if they had no, them at all did. it had a, like a little blip from something from the movie but nothing from the games yeah
1: yeah, yeah, I didn't hear anything from the games. I looked for the commercials as well. I always like it just gets sets the mood. And uh, only thing I really saw was when they did the Players Choice, and it was more like a, a like a mention. It's like, oh, the ninety nine dollars deal on yeah. the Players Choice, so we including the Golden Eye. But it was it was very brief. A lot of weird the <laughs> one you sent me. Yeah. If you, oh, okay. The, the one you sent one? me with the, with the Japanese guys yeah. playing James Bond. <laughs> yeah. That pretty was weird. pretty fantastic. No, no, no really voices or anything. I mean, there's Japanese, visually... there's
0: Japanese dialogue in it, but that's not going to help us on the show. So yeah, it, was, um, it was, yeah. Pretty funny. You guys can, whoops. I didn't mean to do that. You can see it right here, chat. These are these, uh, these two, these two James Bond dressed up looking cosplaying oh, Japanese executives. Uh, <laughs>
1: It just, looks like a Nintendo. It looks like whenever we go to the, any, any of the Nintendo announcement things, it yeah. looks just like that. It's, that's what they always do. They always go full in on the cosplay and everything. it's just great. Yeah.
0: So the Japanese commercial is officially the best commercial.
1: However, yeah,
0: they didn't really say no anything either. Um, and they and like I thought in the U.S. commercials, at least we get some guy going, "It's the nineties and we do a thing in the 90s. <laughs> right. I thought I thought we'd
1: get that, but we didn't get that. Right. Good uh, Lord, We haven't even got to a top of show discussions and I'm already like jonesing for this. So I'm like, yeah, but it was in the near the end, you know, it was getting middle later kind of middle of the N64 uh, uh, console. And I, yeah. So how much marketing were they spending on this at that point? Yeah.
0: Right. I, I don't know. Ended up being, well, we'll talk about it in detail. Ended up being the second yeah. highest selling game in the history of that console. Right. Um, I thought it was the third. Second. It went. Uh, All right, Mario sixty. Well, in the states, I don't it was, know about. I don't it, know about. Yeah, it and well. number,
1: in the states, I thought it was number one. Maybe we got some different. Uh, a, we'll that, have to look. There's a there's, there's a, lot. a lot of yeah. there's a lot of information out there. Yeah, about GoldenEye. There's a lot. Um, we'll get to it. We're that gonna, one. We're gonna that hit one hit recap video claimed it,
0: but he didn't give any data, so he didn't like tell us where he got his info from. Yeah. But he claimed he yeah. claimed it was Mario sixty four. Close behind that, Golden Eye, and then close behind that, Zelda Ocarina
1: of Time, and then who knows from there. Still, I heard. I heard. Number one was Golden and then Mario. Wow. And then yeah. So well, I. But that's in the in United States, yeah. not world. We don't know about world. world. And maybe yeah. maybe maybe it's the difference. Maybe I was somebody was talking about United States. Could have been somebody else was talking about North America, and then somebody was talking about world. I don't they, know. I don't know either. Numbers, maybe it was maybe he how Europe. How do you keep them straight?
0: Europe would be number one because it's a European property. Everyone over there loves the you James would Bond, think right?
1: So. But does do Americans love Bond more than Europeans do? I don't know. Do they? I, I don't, don't know.
0: know. I, don't, <laughs> I don't know either. I have no idea. But we're gonna I find out as we dig in. They okay. love David Hasselhoff. They do. The Germans do. All right. Let me get let me yeah. get uh, to a quick thing here, and then uh, we'll we'll get into this whole discussion. So everybody just hold on to your butts. Um, if you, like? you have Games for Gold on Xbox, uh, which means if you've got either. Uh, either the Xbox only or the uh, Ultimate Edition of Game Pass, you have access to this every month. Games for Gold is basically the equivalent of PlayStation Plus. They give you some games that you just can have. All right, not not right. ones that are part of the sub necessarily. Just you get to have these games, and it's usually a mix of maybe an indie game, maybe a more current, you know, Microsoft owned thing possibly, and then the third thing usually like some 360 game or something like that.
1: Yeah, uh, right
0: back. now. Yoku's, well, at least last I checked, and I've been playing it because I love it so much, Yoku's Island Express from 2018 uh, is, game. I believe, still currently free and is not to be missed. So if you've never played it, it's this amazing com- combination of Metroidvania gameplay and pinball, yeah. if you can believe it. Um,
1: if you're a retro gamer, I think you will like Yoku's Island.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's right up your alley. Yeah. If you like Castlevania, Spirit. you like Metroid, you like any of that stuff, this thing does all of that. If you like old pinball mm-hmm. video games, this does a bunch of that, and it may seem like, how does that work? I promise you, it works, and it works yeah. wonderfully. It's such a great game. Well, so it's on sale everywhere else as well, or at least it was mm. when I checked two days ago. So if you, so I haven't checked today to verify all this. So maybe go look, but like Steam and Switch, and everybody had it on sale. Um, it quite often is on sale, and then, of course, for free with Games for Gold, and it's a wonderful game. I just it wanted to get is. that I out there.
1: I wonder get a new thing coming out. That's usually what you do. You drop the big old sale when you're thinking about doing the next thing. Really.
0: I'd take a sequel from them or anything from I, them. I'd be totally down with that. It was their first game, and it blew my mind. Right. It's really, really Was good. Was
1: it published by Team 17? Because uh, they were doing a huge yes. sale this past week. It is
0: Team 17, published it, yes. So that's, that's
1: the okay. Okay, that's on probably that's already. probably the reason why Team 17 is doing a huge sale right now with most of their property. So that might be the deal. Either. I don't know
0: why they're doing that. They got a couple of big titles coming up. Maybe they're just trying to get everybody yeah. talking about them. I don't know.
1: Maybe yeah, that's they, it. they do this a couple, uh, at least once or twice a year. Team 17 is like outside, outside looking in. Yeah. For For me, they've always been a, a great publisher uh and i love the stuff they do i love their they they've been around forever too and they they've had their own first party games uh that i've played and i like it everyone, i like it
0: everyone thinks of them as the worms games and they are um yes. they, that's where they got their start team 17 started with building those worms games but they're a lot more than that now and a much you know bigger on the publisher side than they even are on the first party mm-hmm, development mm-hmm. side so go Check them out, Brian. I heard you loaded up a PSX or uh, PlayStation One core on your Mister, and I'm dying to know how this went. How'd it go?
1: I did. So I was wanting to play some PlayStation. Well, first of all, Tonda Gosa in the chat room has been saying, "Hey, Brian, Brian, Brian." First of all, Tonda got me into the Mister project to begin with, and then uh, we I had a we had a listener send me one because I couldn't access. I couldn't find one. Supply and supplies unavailable. So oh. I got one. Oh, how nice! A, yeah, that worked out. Is it a Keep hardware? It's a hardware emulation device. Yeah, I'm just teasing. And uh, it is, so it basically, if you haven't heard about the Mister project, you got to look it up. But yeah, so they have a new core. It's for the PlayStation. This is 32 bit. Mostly on the Mister, it's only been 8 and 16 bit. And I'm like, what? So, you know, we've. I'm so excited now. The N64 is kind of a 32-bit slash 64, but the PlayStation. It was a fantastic time. I actually even got a chance to play a little bit of the uh, follow-up James Bond game. What's the world? Uh, the world. T- t- that's a tomorrow will never do... today.
0: Tomorrow the day will end. Nope.
1: Anyway, the Whatever. sequel after the Golden Eye, which, yep. which wasn't done by Rare, by the way. No, it was a PlayStation game, and sequel.
0: it wasn't that great. It was kind of blah.
1: It was. It was oh. Okay. It was. It wasn't. Okay. It wasn't great. It was okay, Scott. Yeah, it's fine. I enjoyed it. I had fun because it kept a lot of the things that we liked. I mean, we're talking about you know the things about GoldenEye. Is well, the thing I liked about GoldenEye was the stealthiness of so you could choose to go in like a crazy James Bond, or you know, or you could go in and uh, do a little stealth. And both those games had that, and they got gadgets, and sure. you know, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It still would have. But, been, there still would have been better.
0: Uh, whatever. I, let, let me tell right. you the game you should have played. You should have played GoldenEye Reloaded. I know it sounds like a cash grab, and it shouldn't be good. The game's legitimately good.
1: Like there are so really good many. There are so many bad false start attempts at recreating GoldenEye that there's only really one that I'll even talk about, and that's just a few years after this. Rare said, we're gonna do it again, and we're not doing it with the stupid Bond property, and half the crew's gonna quit before we get it done. But we're gonna do Perfect Dark. Yeah. That's if you if you have that one, you're good. Dude, you're I love good Perfect Dark.
0: Perfect Dark's great. Right.
1: It's an amazing game. Perfect Dark. Yeah. But also, just one more thing while I'm talking about it. Uh so the Mr. FPGA, that's fantastic. But there was also something that was working on too, in addition to the PlayStation Core. There's a Sega Saturn core yeah. that somebody was working on. Unfortunately, this developer lives in Ukraine. Oh, no. And that's yeah. not good. This has happened to a bunch of uh, retro projects because it, you may not know this, uh, but Ukraine is the source for a lot of great innovation and a lot of retro projects, including yeah. a museum that I think has probably been destroyed by now. A big loss for the retro community, even bigger loss for. Ukraine, but I I just I, I was super sad to see that. But then I hit the forums recently, and he's he's updating again, oh, and good. he's de- he's still developing it in an in award-torn country. Hats he off is to that guy. Developing the Sega Saturn core, and keep working, stay strong, and, and make me that uh, maybe that core. Yeah, so it's really play.
0: important that Brian get that core, so get that going. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean priorities, priorities. <laughs> yeah. I want one of these misters. Can't get these, right, dude? I, I I haven't looked recently, but I want to get one. We're kind of getting at the end of the uh, what this chip can do, and the question about the project is what's next? Hmm. Because we know we all love our eight and sixteen bit. It's just freaking. It's just smooth as butter. Yeah. But if you can find one, if you can find the the Mister that's out there right now, because that's the only one that's available. Uh, if you can find it um totally do it because it is it is you wouldn't you won't believe the experience it's i i can't it's it's really hard to explain tonda tried to explain it to me and i was like yeah yeah tonda yeah yeah whatever but then once you actually play it and you're like holy hell this feels just like playing on the first party equipment because that's what it is simulating at the hardware level yeah. and it's it, everything is snappy there's no, there's no mid-game slowdown like you might get in software emulation. Don't get me wrong, software emulation, RetroArch, all the cores. That project is fr- freaking fantastic. All those projects are great. Yeah, but there's a little bit of inconsistency. Whereas this, like, it just hits. You plug in a controller from one of these original systems. If you can find a USB adapter, plug that thing in there, and man, or get you, a, uh, get you a, you know, eight-bit do controller. I mean, it sure. is, it is tasty.
0: No, it that's awesome. Tasty. That's awesome. That's the future of emulation, in my opinion. Uh, now it's right. just a matter of getting in everybody's hands, so there you have it.
1: Good luck trying to emulate the N64, as we'll find out this week on Play Retro. That's right. Here's our game.
0: <laughs> Shall we play a game? All right, GoldenEye uh, 007 for the N64. We are 25 years after that game came out. You know how I know that by heart? It's because my daughter was born, I think, a week before or
1: after <laughs> I got the game. I think. Yeah. Nice. I oh, wow. So, Kim, your wife was just, you know, out of luck. Yep.
0: She was, she had the, she had the baby, uh, who's now 25. <laughs> oh my gosh. The baby. She just barely turned 25. Um, she, uh, I remember she had the baby, and I was either in the middle of playing it or exci- excited to play it and kind of having this back and forth with myself about how I was supposed to be spending my time. Like, when was the baby going to sleep so that I. And the little right. three-year-old, because I have my older daughter, she could sit in my lap and me and her could play a little GoldenEye while the little one slept. And we we pulled that off pretty good that year, I think. We yeah. did all right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 That was your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe don't ask around how everyone else did because I, I don't Right, right. Know. I really don't want to know. Anyway, this is the 1997 first-person shooter developed by Rare Entertainment, published by Nintendo. This is before Rare was purchased by Nintendo, I believe. Yeah. Uh-
1: or purchased by Microsoft? No, wait. Oh, or purchased? Oh, yeah. I don't think Did they ever, Nintendo, Nintendo own them? them. Or they just always no, throwing no, money no. at them. No, no, no. But they had, it was. had really, you would think so, because well, first of all, I mentioned top of the show, uh, from, according to your sources, somewhere in the world, first, second, or third highest selling game, because Rare and Nintendo had a great uh, relationship, and so this was one of the few second party. Uh, developers that really could pretty much just do whatever they wanted. And you're going to find out that pretty soon because they, Nintendo would not have put up with this, the the development schedule and everything else. Oh, hell no. From anybody else than rare. Rare was doing something that was rare.
0: Yeah. And they're getting, I mean, they, they threatened to cancel this project like five times over and, you know, there's yeah. all kinds of, of issues. Course. We'll get to all of that. But if you don't know this, and I don't know why you wouldn't, but uh, this was based on the 1995 James Bond film of the same name, GoldenEye featured a single-player campaign in which the player controls secret intelligence agent James Bond. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, that goes through a series of levels to prevent a criminal syndicate from using a satellite weapon against London and cause a global financial meltdown. It featured uh, both this Spoiler, big single-player mode. the
1: golden eye. There is nobody with a golden eye in this. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, nobody has a golden eye. Although there is a game that was made much later for yes. 360 PS3 where you actually had a golden eye.
1: That was Rogue, uh, Rogue Agent, right? That was yeah. the one where uh awesome. where you kill James Bond. Spoiler, you killed James Bond at the beginning and uh you have a literally a golden eye Yeah, you uh you get a you golden a eye
0: and you get it from Goldfinger. <laughs> um, get out of here. I, I don't kidding. know that part of the story. That get part is really? true. That is absolutely true and it? it's absolutely horse shit. I never played it. I was too irritated by the story <laughs> liberties. It was a really what bad. What about idea. what
1: about the Golden Gun? Did you get the Golden Gun in that one?
0: I don't know because again I never played it. But uh, my guess is every James Bond <laughs> game since Golden Eye, a Golden Gun was involved somehow in multiplayer. That just seems like the rule from here on out. Um, yeah. But I could be wrong. But anyway, so this featured, of course, this big sprawling uh, single player campaign, as well as at the time groundbreaking couch competitive play, which right uh nobody had done like this this just didn't exist this was a whole yeah. new
1: not not on the console
0: no not on consoles of course you know you and i were playing a lot of quake and doom and right you know quake had been out for 6 7 months by the time this hit so our you know our our exposure to three dimensional polygonal gameplay in a shooter form had definitely already formed for us yeah. Uh, however this was like hey consoles can do a thing and we and it was impressive as hell it was like whoa wait a minute yeah. Yeah. I'm playing those these shitty controllers and you know this somehow works and is fun and the multiplayer is crazy i can play it for 10 hours straight and not get tired which totally happened a lot i played this game a lot a lot a lot dude i beat a, the single player a lot, three a times lot. three time single player beat and untold slash played hours uh
1: playing right. multiplayer just out of control. I okay, so here's my experience on this. What did I play? Did I play GoldenEye back in the day? Nope. And I'll tell you why, because I was something uh so this was pretty common for people I knew at the time who were looking at careers either, you know, in the tech industry. We were all getting real computers for work reasons. And as a byproduct, we were able to play uh video games on the PC, which were really Kind of is a, a lot of ways smoking the consoles. Now you might not have been as lucky, or you were in the field. Maybe you were outside the field and you're just, you know, you're just working in Blockbuster. And so console gaming was an absolute affordable thing to do. And we, as console gamers, they wanted this fun action too. We were already doing like all the, you know, these Doom clones. Doom yeah. clones were so freaking popular during this time. It was ridiculous. Yeah, Doom it was two had already came out yeah. by the time they got to this point. Um, I was gonna say, so, forget yeah. about it,
0: forget, it. and then plus, you know, that was all moddable. So people were doing like, here's the aliens mod for Doom one, and right. here's the freaking whatever for Doom two, and and it was it was much more, um, it was crazy at that time that right. period on PC. It, it was insane.
1: It it was crazy. Everything was changing, and the consoles were trying to figure out what to do. And I'll tell you what, Rare uh, figured it out. Man, they had an an inexperienced team who came in and had no preconceived notions of what couldn't be done. And they made something fan-freaking-tastic. And I, I this play time that I had this past week with GoldenEye, uh, man, I had a freaking blast. And I hate that I missed it out on this experience first time around. I didn't get it in 64 until 2001 when a family friend gave me the console with GoldenEye and several other games. And uh, I played it a few times, but this is 2001. It looked, you know, it looked antiquated by that point in time. So I popped in, played it around oh, a couple of times. Yeah. Said, eh, it's still I mean, not for it, me.
0: It's looked pretty old, pretty quick, but it's yeah. and and it was a thing of its time. It was a thing that only would exist when it did and do as well as it did within the constraints that it existed in. But right, in some ways, it's not fair. Other games. Ugh, how do you explain this? Like you go play any other game the DNA of this is all in it, man. You yeah. play call of duty right now, uh, yeah. especially a single player, campaign type call of duty game, uh, multiplayer as well for that matter. But you play that today, there's stuff in there that just straight up comes from Goldeneye. I don't mean they're just like lifting from it. I'm saying this is the mm-hmm. primordial ooze that shooters would f- refer to for a long time. And yeah. that includes, I think even on PC, this thing was so influential. It, it, it crossed, you know, boundaries. And at the time, it was a huge advantage for Nintendo because, you know, you couldn't play this game on a PlayStation. Eventually, there was no. a crappy you know, follow-up, but again, it
1: wasn't rare and it wasn't as good. PlayStation was, you know, PlayStation was kicking trash. Nintendo only had like 360 titles for the whole run of Nintendo 64, 300-some-odd titles. PlayStation had thousands and thousands of titles by the time they were done with their little run, so... It was the games they did have for Nintendo 64, though. Every one of them I've seen so far has just absolutely blown my mind. We played Super Mario 64, even though I had a bunch of things to say that weren't necessarily glowing. I was also had my mind blown, and as well with GoldenEye. Maybe did you end more up beating
0: GoldenEye. that, by the way? Did you beat Mario 64? I can't remember.
1: No. no. I, well, I went, I played about halfway, maybe a little more than halfway through. Um, I do want to go back. I just ran out of time. There's just only so much time yeah, yeah, for I'll me between what we're doing. So, yeah, get uh, yeah, I'm interested in finishing it, but I'm really interested in finishing uh, the GoldenEye and then uh, and then performing my uh, uh, speed run on one of the four boring levels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very excited. All
0: right. I can't wait to see what you do. Yeah. Um, this is uh, it's interesting because I mentioned earlier there were no good commercials back then for GoldenEye and none of them had voices of like any kind, even the commercial voices. But the yeah. game game had no VO at all. Had a lot of cool sound effects. Had a lot of weir, weir, and things going on. <laughs> and that whole doom,
1: do, 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 yes,
0: had that cool version of the theme and all that. Um, in fact, let's play a little bit so we can get you guys in the mood. This is what
1: that game sounded like. Uh, if I can find where the hell I put it here. It is goes. this the pause menu? Because I love the pause menu uh uh, it's just so beautiful. It's
0: the a little bit, music. a little bit of both. Oh, by the way, this is the only voice you got back then. you know, play this. Golden Eye load a Rumble Pack and see how it feels when
1: 007 meets M sixty four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and while we're here, pay more money for an extra Rumble Pack because it doesn't exist yet in the game. <laughs> um, all right, here's the, here's some sound from the game. Yeah. Oh, God, oh. God, that thing, that noise, yeah, man, and that heartbeat sound. Yeah, this just fills me full of 1990s love. I just want to go back I, then. I listen to that. Beep, 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 beep Listen
1: to that. Even though I did not have yeah this this game or N64 when it came out, it wasn't long before I had the soundtrack to this, and I don't remember where I got the music from, but it was like I don't know if it was just I don't know if it was just ringtones that were converted. I just remember listening to this. A lot, yeah.
0: And this, see, okay. So this is a good point to point something out. The you know what, James
1: Bond? What? I think I do remember. It seems like it was part of a mod for like Action Quake or something. <laughs>
0: might have and been i i, I, <laughs> I took the wad files yeah. and
1: i extracted the the wave files out of it if i remember i think oh, that's okay. how i had it because there was yeah. a
0: there was an unreal tournament project that was recreating the entire game i downloaded and played that and they had a really good golden gun mode for multiplayer right I a ton of that in yeah ut um which is funny because i was only like three years later but anyway uh the game uh what was i gonna say i forgot where i was at what was i
1: saying then you had a uh, The game forgot. had amazing music, and oh, oh, oh. Uh, I personally preferred the pause music better than anything because it's got the uh, it, it's got the um, oh, what are they? the ones you the beaten things you beat the little and they make the little bell noises? Bing 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 bing. What are they called? Uh, What's it? What 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 it called? <laughs> I don't know, dude. what What is that? You know You're, what I'm talking about? No. Little, it's, it's not a xylophone, is it? Is it kind of like a xylophone, but it's not? Oh, it's are you, like that. Bing, bing, bing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Mean. It's the pause music. God, is so good. It's pretty good. It holds up. It's pretty good. There's
0: also some really good remixes of this stuff on uh, various websites you can find on YouTube and things. Anyway, right. uh, so the whole package was there. Oh, I know what I was going to say. So up until this point, not just James Bond movies, but any kind of IP based games oh, uh, yeah. were bad. They were just bad. That yeah. was the rule. Contextualize
1: for us. Uh, IP games at this point were absolutely hated and Rare was making a lot of ip games but not like not nothing as big as this nothing as big as is uh golden
0: yeah nothing quite as big as this and it was all garbage but then this comes except for robocop
1: robocop arcade yeah it was a good i think i yeah i think that had they 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 quoted uh you know they they claimed that uh uh, virtual cop and uh, you know a couple other things were were the jam but i'm telling you i think somebody went and played robocop yeah maybe <laughs>
0: uh, i mean look at look you could say well aladdin was good yes it was uh yes there's plenty yes. of good ip games i don't we don't mean that it's just that was rare <laughs> it was
1: a yeah it was ah rare yeah ah. see what
0: i did uh very rare and the idea that a GoldenEye game based on a okay movie kind of not the best it was sort of fine whatever but yeah and
1: in, in like what three years no, three years like two later to three two years later years after
0: yeah super delayed like that. super delayed yeah. and um you know, you wouldn't think that this kind of impact would happen, but here we are where there's nothing but universal love for this game. Yeah. I don't we were
1: know. We were like only this game released when the sequel was about to release. There were commercials for the sequel to GoldenEye around the same time that they were getting ready to pump out GoldenEye uh but you know what? It was a little delayed. It was a lot delayed. And I am glad it got delayed because the last six months of this game's development was the most important thing uh, that happened to this game, which was the multiplayer development. Uh, it happened in the last... Yep. They I think it took gonna, six weeks to actually do, but... They weren't going to do it tested. originally. It wasn't going to yeah. happen, but they did. It, they decided. It took six months, and that's what everybody remembers the most. Um, and wow, what good times. I, I, I'm jealous... I'm I'm both jealous and not jealous because I had great land game experiences with you know all, all the shooters I was playing, but I'm a little bit jealous of those people who are co oping with their friends at, at their house with the N sixty four. That is that is some good time. Oh, times. dude, it was so much fun For the so, first time. So here's yeah.
0: my I should tell the story now. Uh, it was this wasn't that unusual. A lot of people were doing this, but I, I was definitely one of them. I got some cardboard, <coughs> I split it into a big T, and I put it on the. <laughs> You know what I thought was well, a, big a cross or,
1: or a T. So you had like how many people were playing? Three or four?
0: Um, it was a cross. So it was a cross. Yeah, it was not not a T. That's right, a good right. point. Um, right, right. Okay, not okay, like okay. an X, but like a you know full on plus
1: sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. I built that out So of like cardboard. a lowercase a lowercase T instead of uppercase T. bad. Go. go ahead,
0: nailed it. So I cut. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of that matters, but it's fine. It's totally fine. So I took that, I made it, uh, fashioned it, you know, put it on what I yeah. thought was a huge TV at the time. It was like a 36-inch, you know, Panasonic or was, something.
1: That was pretty big for that year. I mean, I was still rocking. probably. It's You know, I was just now starting to look at 21-inch TVs at that point. Yeah, that's so. about right.
0: Good. It was, you know, we were still in the CRT phase and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, yeah. I remember getting that thing all set up and taped up and ready to rock. And my wife is all concerned. She's like, "You're going to ruin the the finish on the TV because there's the tape." And,
1: finish on the TV. Yeah, and it was this would kind your, of tape. With your scotch tape, was a scotch tape no, or like it was uh, this?
0: See this right here? This painter's um, it was oh, this oh stuff. yeah yeah
1: blue, blue painter's tape or green ta- painter's tape. It, yeah. it it it's made to uh to to not adhere. It's made to not uh remain. so that's smart, yeah, you at least it had like that a going smart for you.
0: idea. so that worked fine. Um anyway, the whole idea was nobody could cheat that way, or at least if they weren't, you know, if they sat in the right place, they couldn't see what everybody yeah, else yeah. was doing. But people would still kind of glance, and I'd had friends that were just, you know, whatever you could tell what part of the facility I was in, which I think was the name of my favorite map, wasn't it? The, I yeah, think it was just facility, I think.
1: Facility, yeah, facility. That's uh that's the second one. That's the one where I I, oh. I and apparently everybody else walks in and goes, Well, I haven't encountered any friendlies yet. Yeah. And you're just blowing up people, and then all of a sudden 006 comes out, Sean Bean, and uh <laughs> and I, I killed him, mission failed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean freaking bean, baby. Um, yeah, I'm like I'm like and I didn't feel at first I was like, Oh no, and I was like, I don't care. he, he he's he's a turn anyway. He uh he turns at the end. But uh yeah, he, he just like another little turd you know like another little turd so i like i was like hey this guy's not paying attention to me i gonna shoot him in the back a couple of times yeah why not why not fail mission failed um the
0: the <laughs> also i should say about this this reloaded game which i was showing some video of for the chat um it's not a beat for beat remake it's a it's kind of a reimagining right and of course,
1: new, uh new new maps levels that kind of stuff yeah and, and daniel craig's right, in it yeah. so you
0: got his voice and yeah and there's a lot of voice work in general but um, in fact, did I capture some of that? I might have, let's see.
1: But at this point, I mean, look at it. I mean, you can tell this. obviously it's just like every other first person shooter at the time.
0: Well, GoldenEye, that's, but see, that's GoldenEye important. had
1: zero competition on the console. But that's important right? to note because yeah.
0: it's easy to look at it through that lens and go, oh, well, look at this. This just looks like it could be a Call of Duty game or something. Right. You're not wrong, but do Call of Duty games exist? At least when they did and how they did without this this as its inspiration point. The, like I don't the know. reloaded one or the no GoldenEye? no no the reloaded one. I don't think I don't hmm. think reloaded. I think reloaded ends up looking generic, not but because it is, but because every right. other game at the time was like aping off of GoldenEye. Like GoldenEye set the right. standard for I've got modern guns. I'm in a modern place. Uh, this isn't a, a weird a demon cave full of rocket launchers. This is a place full of. <laughs> You Know, uh, pp ppk 9, uh, whatever p- pistols and freaking ak 47s. And- hey, look,
1: it, and they had flowing water, you would never see that on an n64. Not like that, it would be more like just a oh, hell no, you know, yeah. A, yeah. It was that was nice. That's wow, we came a long way between Oh, a long way between those
0: two generations. It was in I yeah. guess, just one generation was all that was, but um, because this was a game, or no, so this is a Wii.
1: A Wii game? Yeah, yeah, that was the Wii. Yeah, the for 20, uh, yeah twenty ten. That was yeah. the Wii version of that, That's, and people yeah.
0: loved the Wii version on the Wii. Like, but you're was you're not, you're not wrong because
1: it really is just one generation away. Because the Wii was really just the GameCube, which came out not long after the N sixty four. To be honest with you, I mean, yeah, in relative terms,
0: yeah. And the in the in the larger scheme of things, it wasn't that long. There's a really funny kill uh, animation here. I got to show everybody because it's just stupid. Watch this. So James Bond creeps up on this dude. Brian will see it later, but everyone else will see it. And I'll say, shoot, 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 shoot. Flipped over oh, what? Yeah. What did he just yeah. flip over? What, what somersault <laughs> ass bullshit was that? That made this, no sense to me. Anyway.
1: Okay. So we've talked about this being my real first playthrough and look at Goldeneye. And I will tell you, the flip thing is hilarious there because it, I've, I, it, the, the, the thing I noticed the most because I played a lot of games from that era and so I was used to you know how things move and how you know the speed of it but the AI and the opponents were so freaking hilarious mm-hmm. because this is this is early early stealth game stuff and so if you were what you know, you could you could sometimes it was very inconsistent. Sometimes the stealth, you know, you would you'd be you would you'd be like a mile away from somebody and they would see you. Then other times you'd be right on top of them, and they wouldn't see you. But there were so many times I would be watching a character. I'd be walking around trying to look at something, and all of a sudden a guy would kind of rolling out behind a box, and then you roll back behind the box, and then you roll out from behind the box. And I'm like, What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the most hilarious looking thing. And it's such a slow roll. I mean I like have I like have just caboodles of time yep. you know to switch to my weapons. I'm like, I'm gonna shoot this guy with a sniper rifle. I'm gonna just because <laughs> he's just rolling back and forth. Yep. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's quite hilarious. And that kind of reminded me and that makes me happy uh, that to see that they didn't they still had that weird gankiness. Oh you're playing right now you're showing one of my favorite uh places it was it at the facility yeah, and facility. literally you you start in the facility. Yeah. uh bathrooms yeah. you, <laughs> you had to go to the, the bathroom killers. you got to
0: go down drop into one of the stalls yeah. take out a bunch of guards it's <laughs> it's real dumb uh they, they showed so there was a whole i i saw a whole bunch of stuff about how they made how they animated these characters and that was also really innovative yes. at the time i mean that we haven't even talked about this but this was originally commissioned not commissioned but designed initially as, an, as a super nes game they were like we're gonna make a side scrolling robocop right. ish like deal like that side scroll you talked about. We're gonna make one of those. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't. We we
1: have experience in Donkey Kong Country. We're yeah. just gonna make it like that.
0: Yeah. Basically they're like, Yeah, well, we can make SNES games. Let's do that. And so that was the original plan. Then they were like, Well, shit, uh we're working on some cool stuff over here at Rare. We got Killer Instinct yeah. and freaking
1: what was the other
0: big one arcade thing they were doing anyway they had big stuff going on they got
1: their they got their you know tens of thousands of dollars maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars sgi they got silicon graphics machines in they got Mm. mocap stuff in they're thinking we want to do something
0: big yeah they want to do something bigger because they were pre-rendering all their sprites which was at the time was really interesting yeah for killer instinct and that kind of stuff yeah and for donkey kong that was then country yeah and uh they were like look we're gonna wait we'll do this but we got to wait for your next console so that guy got off the killer killer instinct uh, uh team jumped over yeah. here yeah with this very small group of what nine people it ever was something like that yeah
1: it's like nine or nine or ten people I somewhere between eight to ten people i guess is according to who you consider if you consider management yeah, yeah. part of the dev team so, sure, sure <laughs> which sure. i do
0: Yeah, well, sometimes but, uh, you got yeah. to because everyone's trying to get yeah. the same job done but but anyway, yeah, yeah. they 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 kind of just said, Well, no one's done some of this, so let's just go for it. And the way that my favorite story about this is the game was supposed to be an on-rail shooter like uh like Virtua
1: Cop. Virtua Cop, which I have I'm running in the background right now. And here's my here's my second copy of Virtua Cop that I keep uh over here. Oh, thank so, yeah, goodness you've Sega's-
0: got two copies. Thank goodness. That's yeah. the thing.
1: Yeah. This is the this is the Sega. So, Well, it was the uh it's, it's the it's the not for resale pack. So, you, your oh. Sega Genesis comes with one of these. And then I had a, a great listener send me a, 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 a second copy of that. So, uh, it, but it has Virtual Cop on it. And a Virtual Cop is an on-rail shooter and uh, is a totally different vibe, right? Oh, 100%. On-rail
0: shooters give you really not a lot of choice. You just kind of move the way you're supposed to and shoot stuff the best you can. And that's your game. This had yeah. full exploratory you know, player choice <laughs> sort of stuff. They had to really change the way you animate characters. And so there's a whole big, great bunch of stories about that stinky room that was too hot where they had to do rudimentary yeah, were, cap mocap. Yeah, what, was one,
1: the- yeah. One of the dev, one of the dev members, uh, had come in after, uh, the killer instinct, guys had d- done some recording and he had to do mocap and they use what was called, um, flock of birds. And it's, it's uh, motion capture. Not like we usually think of a day where you do a lot of visual stuff. Like usually we think of stuff like, Oh, kind of like what the, we does or the connect, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Uh, but no, you would have uh, attachments on cables yeah, and, uh, you would have to roll around <laughs> and, and, and make big, big movements. Yep big giant movements big, plus giant you had to wear movements. a flock of seagulls haircut when you did it so you it was, totally did because that it was really bought into it really bought into it it was but, the era uh, but
0: yeah the whole th- point the- of it was it was <laughs> this reeky room where you had to share it with those killer instinct people and Sweating uh, it up. yeah amazing stories i love that kind of stuff uh yeah. but that's they came up with some pretty good innovations in that regard the 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 ai wasn't anything to write home about but at the time, but it, was, we, but it was AI, yeah. It was AI. We hadn't really seen this very much. I mean, we had in PCs, yeah, but even, not quite like even,
1: this. even like in Doom, even though there's AI there. I mean, I always refer to these things like in Doom, it's just magnets wherever the player's at. Once you get within a certain zone, uh, the bad guys just start coming towards you. I mean, the, just, inno- the innovative on-
0: stuff came from like Unreal, that's where they were making some big strides, right? With bots, bots, right. And, and how Unreal Tournament bots in particular work that, that was a big deal, but right.
1: Yeah, this stuff was fine. These, these, They're
0: magnets, you're yeah.
1: right. Yeah, these players were actually try. Were rolling and hiding behind boxes. And there's Doctor Doak, yep. uh, one of our developers, uh, wrapped around these uh, polygons of horror. That's <laughs> fun. Uh, Their heads are squares, basically. Yeah the, uh, yeah, the That's how you did it back then. You didn't have fully molded, you know, uh, mesh meshes or anything. You just had some, you know, flat face polygons, and you scanned yeah. that in. <laughs> And then you wrapped it around, and uh, and it looked stupid and dumb, and I loved it. Yeah, it was
0: great. It's a great time, <laughs> great time for 3D because we were just getting this shit worked out, and it was an ugly, yeah. ugly freaking time. It always reminds me. It. it always reminds me a little bit of Max Payne because you get that freaking grimace face on. Yes, and yes. Uh,
1: I love the story that's attached to that. They, you know, they did Perfect Dark, and it still kind of has the same thing, just a, a spiritual successor to this. Uh, a few years later. And they, tr- they wanted to do something called um, – I think this was for this one. Yeah, I think it must have been Perfect Face, I think is what it was called. I can't remember exactly, but you can look it up. Uh, l- good luck with that Google search. Um, and uh, you, they, they were going to allow people to use, I think, the Game Boy camera. Uh, and you could take a picture of yourself, and you could import it into the game. And you could then put that in the game, and you'd fight against that. Oh, and yeah. then they thought – What happened then they thought better of it and said uh-oh people are going to do bad things and at first i thought oh they mean they're going to put dicks in it and i'm like no it's <laughs> like you know around the dick face but no what they meant was that they was afraid they would put you know real people and you know shoot people uh that that, it, that would know, be controversial way or, sure sure yeah
0: I could see that. I thought it was because of penises too, but what do I know? I guess yeah. yeah. That's,
1: that's what we're thinking now. This is what that's what we think about in 2022. It's like no, you wouldn't put that in there because people would just scan their penises. I think
0: it's a little bit of both because yeah. they would have. Like I remember, I played a lot of Xbox Live Arcade Uno, and that had webcam support, <laughs> and I got to watch yeah. a lot of people sit there with their dongs out while we tried to play Uno. Yeah, you
1: it's, know? it's it's hard enough in, in in our modern day to play multiplayer and listen to people. I don't need to see them. No, no, sir. I, I don't. don't. Yeah. I don't need to see you in any form or fashion. But <laughs> absolutely man. not. Yeah. Um,
0: but anyway, it's uh, so. There's you know they made they made some some big strides there. There's actually a pinball machine that is based on GoldenEye. It's,
1: oh yeah. It's not very that was good. A, was that that was a Sega thing, right? Because Sega was, was doing Sega. all the. No. Yeah. yeah, they were they were big into the pinball for a for a hot minute there for a while, didn't they? Yeah, which is why
0: I think this is interesting because Sega has more to do with this story than you'd think. It's not just that the fact that they got involved on the license to do the pinball machine, which by all accounts, the pinball machine's kind of lame. It's not great, just sort of whatever. Right. Just kind of a normal pinball machine, nothing special
1: about it. However, you say that, but then I'm look. I'm looking at what you show me right now is a pinball machine. that has got a giant satellite in the middle of it. Sean Bean hanging off of it. That's fantastic. Well,
0: is he hanging off of it? No, he's
1: no. Not. But I would love that. That would
0: be amazing.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that would change it from a mediocre
0: machine to the greatest ever made. But um, I don't think right. I don't think Sean Bean's jammed up in there. Unfortunately, no. But anyway, uh, the this isn't the only way that Sega was weirdly involved. The other way they may not have really known about because there were no N64 dev kits early on in the N64s. Uh, they were very hard to get a hold of. And right. Nintendo was like mostly working on first party stuff and just didn't have them out there. Meanwhile, Sega Saturn had dev kits everywhere. So these guys had to build, especially their first like ro- or um, uh, Virtua Cop-like uh, walkthrough thing. They had, right. to, they had to build that game on a Saturn dev kit and they played the game because the controllers hadn't been made available yet. They played and made right. the game play with, with freaking Saturn
1: controllers. Um, yeah.
0: that's how they built GoldenEye for for hell. What,
1: what I'm holding right now is they, you know, they had the SGI machines, which was the silicone graphics chip. that was in the, was in the ultra 64 eventually become the, uh, uh the Nintendo 64. Yeah. Uh, and this is what they wanted from Nintendo, their little controller. But what they what they had access to was this uh, six button D pad thing that came stock with the uh, Sega Saturn. Um, at first, I thought maybe they were talking about the 3D controller, right? Uh, which this, does have a thumbstick on it, but yeah. that had not been released yet. So unless they had a prototype of that, which I doubt, they probably were just using a modified Sega well, Saturn, keep, which is fine because keep, they were they were mind. also heading down to the arcade and playing that Virtua. Uh, Virtual cop, anyway, so there was all kinds of segged.
0: That's true, but keep in mind when they play, when you played this game, you used the the analog stick on an N64 controller to move laterally and forward and back. It didn't have you looking up or down. This is purely a mode, you know, this was your modus, your movement. And the way you looked up or down was that effing little tweaker ball thing down at the (laughs) other end.
1: Tweaker ball. (laughs) Yeah. And it was bad.
0: It, But it worked, and it's fine, but it was bad. okay.
1: And I, like I said, I only played Goldeneye back in the day for a hot second. I just threw the cart in, fired up the machine. I had an an official uh, uh, controller with the one sticker everybody's used to, and that's the default controls. And I would have never thought that the console, because consoles didn't have a lot of options usually. This game has a lot of freaking options for us. It's... So many options. I was shocked, and I went in there and I found out that uh, there's control sets. There's at least eight, uh, and that I saw, Uh, and four of them are based on a single controller where you can, you know, you have different. They swap buttons. Sure. So instead of using, you know, the A button, maybe use the B button to to reload or shoot or activate. Sure. Uh, But then I noticed that there was 2.1 through 2.4. Set ups. I'm like, what is that? They're showing two controllers. Like, oh, it must be for two-player. And then I'm like, well, that's not enough buttons. That's not enough buttons. And then, by the way, all these are named after Bond Girls, too. It's like uh, Galore and you know, just all those weird names. Uh, but <laughs> then I, it slowly started dawning on me after I chose the two-player game because I was going to run in there. That started dawning on me. I'm like, wait a minute. I picked up the second controller. And I was like, oh, my God. Hey, we used to you do this. Two, you can use two controllers. Yeah. And use it like a dual stick. Yeah, you, you use the use the trigger buttons and the the and the two sticks, and you got a couple of action buttons. And my mind was blown. Yeah, and it, this game totally changed. I had played it for like about <laughs> you know four or five hours before then before I discovered this, and I was like, everything changed.
0: Well, let me let me tell you this: everything if you changed. want to play a proper dual stick version of GoldenEye, might I recommend right. GoldenEye Reloaded? Because you that keep game keep saying that. That game has that. That's how you control it. And yeah. now I know everything did by them, but you know, we had Halo and other stuff how to you, thank for that at the time. How did you
1: how did you play it? How what 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 controller were you using to play that?
0: Well, that game was a PS2 game that I but the first time I played it was okay, on the PlayStation 2 so, and it had had dual Right. So you're playing it that right. way. Uh the um uh GoldenEye, I, I had two controllers and I knew about this mode you just described, and I did play that way sometimes. The problem is we were playing multiplayer on a single TV, and I think right. I bought like all three extra controllers, knowing that we would always have four people around to do that. So it was right. rare where it was just me and two controllers. I just didn't have the option. It was yeah. always. Us, I love how many times we're other-
1: saying rare today, talking
0: about rare. Yeah, we- <laughs> that's true. It's a little bit weird, isn't it? I love uh, it. They would never quite get back to their glory days uh, after, and I've been mean, perfect. Dark, we'll get to in a second because that was also a huge hit, and uh, you know people loved it. The 360 Perfect Dark Zero game did not do so good. It was okay. It was yeah,
1: But but the N64 version Perfect Dark did fantastic. It did great. It was a great
0: game. Yeah, and that game had sound in it. Listen to this. I got some sound in that. Hold on. uh, Right here.
1: It's not your fault, sir. I should have been quicker.
0: Don't blame yourself, Joanna. Dr. Carroll told me that he expected this to happen. Actually, when they recaptured them, the Data Dying team got overconfident. And let slip a few facts when they thought I was unconscious.
1: That was somebody trying, someone trying so, real let, hard
0: to do a voice, I think, is what was going on can, there.
1: But. Can you rewind that? Did he say let a few farts slip? I mean, listen. Before, what did he say at the end? Hold on. Dr. Carroll told me that he expected this to happen. Actually, when they recaptured them, the data dying team got overconfident. And let slip a few facts when they thought I was <laughs> facts. Yeah, let let farts. slip a few farts. That's what he said. That's what he said. He says facts. <laughs> no, no. He said farts. I heard farts. Perfect. I prefer. Dark. I prefer farts. Don't get me wrong. I prefer. I them. like that he's doing. He's almost doing a Sean Connery a little bit there. Is he supposed to also be a Scottish or whatever? Who knows? <laughs> it's Sean Connery Scottish. I don't even know anymore. There's some he's story, so many
0: Roles. There's some. There's some talk, or there's there is a story, uh, literal yeah. story about when they were developing that first game when they were developing um, Goldeneye, GoldenEye that they sure. were going to put all the old James Bonds in it. And they yeah. actually did, and there's there's video or there's a multiplayer footage, a four hour multiplayer footage of the devs playing each other in an unreleased yes. version of the game where they are all playing Roger Moore Tim- and you know yeah. and Timothy Dalton, Timothy and whatever. Dalton,
1: yeah. Roger Moore, Sean Connery. Yep. How cool is that? And Roger Moore won by one kill. Right. Uh, well, yeah. One kill, game, which yeah. which is what I so he had a license to it, so he did just that yeah 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 so you just get your you gotta get your license
0: yeah if you um, look at you look at what i'm looking at now which is perfect dark still pretty ugly yeah. still pretty rudimentary for the era this is same actually a console this is actually an up-res widescreen version that somebody hacked on a pc but right you still get the idea of how it looked um it actually featured voice work which the golden eye had none of that uh it had a lot more going on and it really did make you go oh I hope they make yeah. shooters forever. These guys are freaking great. And then, so good. Microsoft buys Rare. Yeah, so, you know my clock, my timing, and all this is wrong. But Microsoft buys Rare, and all that stuff just goes silent.
1: That's yeah. weird, man. It went it yeah for a it long was, time uh, until
0: dark, I guess. But yeah,
1: yeah, it went perfectly dark, right? <laughs> ah, um, <laughs> very nice. I see what you. What yeah, you v- very up. nice. But they, uh, yeah, it it things did change, and I I think that relationship. With Nintendo, because Nintendo has always put fun first, right? Sure. And Rare is a company that did not want to do anything unless they found it fun. And so I think both those cultures were very were a good marriage. Uh, Oh, I think they were a great
0: marriage then. I think that what probably got weird when Microsoft bought them is Microsoft's new at this. They were still working with their first new console. They don't really understand. They, They know that that's a valuable company, willing to spend money on it, but they didn't know how to cultivate it maybe or... Mm-hmm. make it so mm-hmm. that you know rare had the best possible chance of doing what rare does best I don't know um I think Microsoft's much better at that stuff now with acquisitions oh, they've
1: but, Microsoft has taken such a turn I mean they they almost just they almost gave up a couple of times uh but yeah Microsoft has stuck it out they they are they have really just almost pretty much won this this round
0: oh uh, they're kind of kicking opinion. ass right now i I mean and it's part of it is because they've learned a lot of these lessons and it takes it takes time um also right. Console generations tend to flip, like who's doing well and who's not. Three sixty yeah, yeah. made so many look bad. Well, so I don't made. even
1: I don't even consider the Series X and S and the PS Five is actually being released yet. To be honest with you, I, I when I was thinking about that, I was thinking about really the last generation. But I mean, there's this hasn't been enough in enough people's hands, in my opinion, to really go. Yeah, we're in it.
0: Well, what I mean is if you count it on services, Microsoft's kicking everybody's ass right now. Yeah.
1: Which is what we went to. So it's like, that's where the the new
0: battleground is. It really does. The hardware honestly kind of doesn't matter.
1: It matters a little, but it doesn't really matter. Not like it used to. Um, anyway, not like it it did on the, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. What are you going to say? Not like it did in the N64 era, which you're looking at this perfect dark and it is probably some up res, but you could also, uh, if you have the expansion pack, there's some options in perfect dark to make it look a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, so I I was pretty stoked. I emulated this game as well as the GoldenEye. I don't have an N64 console to play it on, but it uh, it all emulated pretty good on my uh, what what do I have here? A 2060 video card. Uh, no, it's the 1660s, That weird that weird one they had for yeah yeah. Anyway yeah, all that stuff rendered just. Do you want to do you want to see
0: this weird Cybertruck GoldenEye uh, Elon Musk mod? You want to see this?
1: I I love that the modding community is still fairly hot on the uh, on the Goldeneye. And you can actually write these back and play them on an N64. There's a way to to, to do all of that. I haven't gotten deep into it, but please please uh, uh, horrify me with Elon <laughs> Elon Musk uh, polygon face. Yeah, please. it looks real
0: bad. There's a Cybertruck. The, cyber truck. the yeah. joke the main joke is hey the Cybertruck looks like a low polygon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look at his face. Because it, it's perfect. <laughs> they they picked the – okay, so we all know Elon Musk has a few faces. But there's one where he kind of has like his lower lip. And his, he's got – he's almost like a got an O-tooth face yeah. going on. Yeah. And he doesn't always do it. But when he does, it's kind of hilarious. And that's the one they that's chose the one they for use. the model. Yeah, looks like his nose is broke. Yeah, it's, it is, uh, it's effed up. It, it is terrible. Yeah, but He's, this truck fits he,
0: right in because it, it's exactly yeah. the same polygonal count you would expect in a game this old.
1: Uh, I love so. Yeah, I love what they did. What they described with the mod. Uh, so this is like uh, you're a uh, so YouTube user Graslu zero double double zero. Uh, he he made some. Uh, I think he yeah he did a he did the cyber truck and everything. But anyway, before taking control of Cybertruck in the mod, which you can, by the way, which is awesome, Musk and Bond deduce that Oramov is fleeing in a vehicle that isn't eco-friendly.
0: Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, And agreed that he must be stopped.
1: Musk then proclaims he wants to see fossil fuels out of action, then promptly returns to SpaceX at the conclusion of the mission. Yep. That's
0: why, because that's, that's life for Elon Musk. That's what he does. I mean, these days you say, oh, he took lunch and decided to uh, buy Twitter, but also uh, then went home.
1: (laughs) Oh, did he? Did he decide and then undecided? And then he decided and
0: undecided. undecided. I'm not sure where all that is now, but uh, I don't know. feels like if you're going to throw 60 million or billion dollars or 40 billion dollars It's something you might do a little um, due diligence and discovery before you do it. Anyway, whatever.
1: Yeah, whatever. We're not here to talk about Elon Musk, but I just thought it was – I thought it was hilarious. And that is just like – that just shows you how terrifying – Graphics were when we used to use these, these, you know, wraps around these polys. It's real weird. Real weird stuff. It's so fun. Yeah.
0: It's a very odd thing. But it's fine. It's a great time. We look back on it fondly. Uh, The sequel to uh, Perfect Dark, Perfect Dark Zero, I just wanted to say is available on Game Pass and is okay. It's okay.
1: Okay. Oh, is it really? Okay. So on on Game Pass? Okay. Yeah. You can
0: play it on your Xbox anytime. It's backwards compatible. Looks looks pretty good still. Um, I just don't think it's as tight and doesn't feel like the magic that rare right. used to do, but it's, it's okay. Came out
1: in the 360 Another- era at some point. I forget when may have been launch. Right. Remember. So if you go, uh, you also can play this. If you go out to Cambridge's the center for computing history. Uh, yeah. Which builds itself as UK's largest computer and video games museum. Mm. Head on out. They're celebrating the 25th anniversary of the golden eye. The devs have been there. They've done some, uh, talks with them. This was pre, uh, earlier this month, uh, but also, I, I want to know if they still have it set up. They set up a four-player no-cheat uh, device that cost that, that, that was an equipment cost of about ten thousand dollars. Where it split, it split all the you split the signal, I guess, in some way or uh, another, and it split it across four different screens so you couldn't screen cheat. Now, be aware that they're probably being. I think these these monitors they had they looked something like a nineteen inch. I could be wrong. Something like somewhere between. 13 to 19, I would say 19 inch. Imagine blowing that crap up (laughs) fourth of the fourth of your screen, uh, to, (laughs) to, to the size of that. It ain't going to be, it ain't going to be the best experience. Nope. I think I'd rather screen, screen cheat. Yeah. Uh,
0: screen cheating was, uh, a thing. It was a thing. Yeah.
1: It was Uh, a thing. It was a thing everywhere. Look, even when we were playing land games, there was still, I mean, if you brought your computer over, maybe your friend had a couple of monitors. And you just brought your PC, or even worse, you had to freaking lug that nineteen-inch ViewSonic uh, yeah. screen with you, yeah. uh, and then you would you would play there. and There was still screen cheating. I mm-hmm. mean, just people would lean over and look to see where you're at on a map, unless you were facing each other. You know, uh, uh, what's, what's the battle uh, battleship style? Oh yeah, um, uh, which you usually didn't. you usually, like, you'd have like two rows yeah. of people, maybe, sure, and so.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you what else I loved. I loved golden gun mode in uh, multiplayer. The The multiplayer was another unique thing here that I think was about to hit everything. Like you'd see it in Unreal, come in Unreal Tournament and other games. Yeah. But mutators, totally new idea. Nobody really thought of that before. So this idea mm-hmm. of like, we're going to play multiplayer, but guess what? You only get a golden gun. What does that mean? One shot, one kill. Oh, shit. Yes. Uh, or all all it's gonna be is these machine guns or all it's gonna be is these other things. Nobody it's gonna, was all it's doing that. gonna be that. Is
1: slappers, which are which is great. Yep. Do they call him I mean, I always called him, you know, James Bond in this in Goldeneye, he only has one uh you know, one non-weapon move unless you consider his hands lethal weapons, which Shh, I think they sh- are. Well, sure. Um yeah. so he would he would always go, What wacha He'd do the he'd do the little chop, you know, that that yep. old school what we thought was karate, yep. shop. you know what I'm talking about, yeah, and so those were called slappers, apparently. And uh, I played a little bit of that by myself. That's right. I had two controllers, and I just kind of w- walked around and kind of look at myself and and I was watching it. And I realized, oh, when you slap, the other opponent can't see you slap. That's weird because then I started thinking about, it. I'm like, oh, yeah, the last you know, the last six months of development, they were trying to get this multiplayer working. And if you play the game, you don't ever get slapped by the bad guys. They never slap you. Yeah. Um. So why not? And Scott's trying to distract me with <laughs> Will Smith and Chris <laughs> Rock slaps.
0: This just got made. Somebody just made
1: a. Gold it had a to thing. be just made yeah. because I mean yeah. that event only happened a short time ago, maybe a month at tops. And <sighs> And they went man. back and say, "Know this be perfect for? Look, yep. they're slapping on the knees too. This a knee slapper." Yeah. Um, <laughs> But the slappers really kind of it really kind of confused me because I was I kept thinking why am I not seeing this other guy slap and I was like oh yeah because the enemies would not have a slap they would have guns yeah. and by the way yeah. I was also blown away that there's dual wielding I'm oh. like what oh yeah the game had dual there wielding dual, yep. there was dual wielding in this game because mm-hmm. what what was it called the the claw what was it what's that what's that one gun called this the only certain games were dual wielded I mean yeah. certain certain modes were dual wield. And
0: certain guns yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Like basically all of those ideas though are what fed into those Time Splitter games, which I right. loved the Time
1: Splitter. Yeah, games. that was yeah, uh, halfway through development or maybe somewhere around in development of Perfect Dark, uh, a bunch of the rare guys said, uh, out, we're going to go do something else and they went and made Time Splitters.
0: Yeah, Time Splitters 1 and 2 yeah. are amazing. Uh, Isn't that
1: still the thing that you that you run to do like a benchmark test? Uh, oh, Isn't I don't that know. Like, is that one of those? I don't know. I, I think it is. It's like one of the benchmarks that I use, and it's always they do this time splitters thing, and they really I know they amp still use up. they still use uh,
0: Quake Three for a lot of that. Um, yeah, weirdly, weirdly, all these years later.
1: I mean, whatever. It
0: Kind of doesn't matter what you use if it's old or new. It's the point is you have a standard baseline, and then you try to beat it and that's that's kind of right it. but time splitters was so cool and and took what was fun about those games and multiplayer especially and then really amped it up and i played both of them till i p- bled did you know that i have
1: never played time splitters dude never? get never. out what are you doing never. play time Splitters? it's fantastic ps i need to play it i you know the uh is that part of the rare replay what is no because it wouldn't be because they'd left <laughs> yeah, they're gone. It they might be Wouldn't that be uh, fun? Wait, well, um, hold on, let me think. Where was that? In the, be? What's in the rare replay uh pack thing? Because I know perfect dark is in there, because I was gonna pick that up uh even though I had the ROM in been playing on the N sixty four emulator. Um what was in that pack? What Let's was in see. that stupid thing?
0: Time splitters. If you want to buy time splitters future perfect, that was one that came out three sixty era era, right? I think or PS three. Era. era. Um you can get that. That came out in 05, so yeah, that would have been 360. Oh, yeah, there it is. No, I'm sorry. Original Xbox. Time Splitters Future Perfect is still available for $9.99, and that is
1: playable on uh <gasps> modern consoles. So. Taz just blew my mind. I now have my mission for the week. Taz what? in the chat room just said splitters was also on a GameCube. What? I what am down? Mm. I've got to see if that's. Oh, is that affordable as good though? Because that
0: weird controller, man, you had that nub button over there. Wasn't a proper dual dude. Stick. I no, I disagree. I
1: love the GameCube controller. No, I, like I do that too. Nub.
0: I love the controller. I'm not complaining. This one of the I most con- the uh, comfortable controllers I ever used. But that nub's not a proper second stick.
1: No, I I, I that nub worked just fine for me because I have it's a I stick. have precision. I have precision control over my right thumb because I'm right-handed. Uh, I don't have as much control over my left hand, so the little nub does not bother. Are you right-handed or left-handed? I'm right-handed. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I have no trouble with that with uh, my fine motor skills on that you're side. An incra- you're an, an incra- crazy
0: person because I'll tell you what. It's not that I can't play. It's it's fine. Right. It's just it doesn't behave the same. That button moves weird, and it's not the same as that other that other stick.
1: So, but it's, it's the C button. Is the is the is what we've we've converted the C button over from right. So.
0: Yeah. I did like that controller, I won't lie. I like holding it. It felt good in my hands. Right. But uh there was something effed about that C stick. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I don't
1: I don't know. It's it does it it's never bothered me. Yeah. And I I don't know. It just it actually I actually I feel like I have even more control over it. It's kind of like when you talk about convex and concave arcade buttons. I think you know, it messes some people up in other ways it doesn't.
0: Yeah. I just I don't know. I think Nintendo just didn't they wanted to go against the grain a little bit. They didn't want to just like straight up make a DualShock rip-off or or like No,
1: I mean why not? I wonder what I would I would be curious to know what the ideology was behind the nub because yeah. it it, it seems like it would be even more expensive to create a second whole type and all these different size buttons. I I guess they thought we would need the tactile feel to be able to get to these buttons because they're different shapes and things and a D, the D know. pad was also a little far
0: flung from where things are supposed right. to be. That bugged me a little bit.
1: Yeah, I was, think they were thinking that shape was important to our our, our feeling around the controller, but it's really not. It's location more yeah. than shape.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? I mean, and also just deciding to go big fat red or big fat blue A button, tiny little B button,
1: weird <laughs> X and Y button, like. What but they, I like that because the B button like is the B, especially for it makes sense for like some like a fighter, right? Because the B button is the back button and the A button's your action button. I, I dig it. I like the GameCube controller, but that's once again that's going to always boil down to personal preference because there's plenty of people that say, eh, hate this one because hands are different, right? I'll tell you what, if different. you
0: and I squared off in yeah. a game of GoldenEye or Perfect Dark or uh, Time Splitters. Multiplayer, and you had this controller, and I had a PS2 controller, I would destroy you.
1: Destroy oh, you, you. would think so, but there's way more about it than controller. Yeah. There's, 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 the player is very important. Now, if we were both, if we were both, <laughs> if we were both, well, that's what I'm saying. Gamers. Let's say
0: we're both good at the game, like we're the same equal no, good. No, not, not, not good. You.
1: Experts. If we were both experts, even the, experts it doesn't make, matter. Make
0: Even whatever whatever level we are, we're equal. That's the point. There's no you have no advantage over me. I have no advantage over you. If you give me a PS2 controller and you take that, I have an advantage over you now. It's I, bit- don't so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think
1: so. I don't think so. I think I think it's just like anything else. It's like saying uh, Scott paints and me and him are going to, uh, and he uses a brush and I use an airbrush or something, and saying that Scott's going to beat me. Be- it's just I don't think so. I I well, I think if it's the painting, okay. I think it's if the painting two is the same, if, if, if the painting, tools,
0: if the painting's the same, and they say, all right, you need to do uh, your version of the Mona Lisa. You're Scott, you're getting oil paint. Brian, you're getting an airbrush. I'll have an advantage even if we start at the same skill level because the tools. Well, different that's for the job. because you're
1: thinking it. You're thinking of games as binary, and you know, is this or that, and it's not. It's art.
0: No, they're binary. They literally are made of ones and zeros. They're the most <laughs> binary product we make. But here's not the other the, thing. Not
1: the gaming.
0: No, but listen, what I'm saying is if somebody said, Hey, I need to make a custom van and gave me oil paint and gave you airbrush, you'd win. Right. Even if we had the same skill starting out. That's what I'm I saying. Still don't the think tool so. for the job is not I think, this shit I, controller with this nub on the other I side. I disagree.
1: I think I think the artisan who is wielding the tool and his familiarity with his particular tool is going to be a greater influence. I think you know if if I'm a master at this GameCube controller and you're a master at a PS whatever controller, yeah, I think we're going to be on equal footing. It's think, just mastery of the device or the tool.
0: So are you saying if okay let's flip the let's flip the script on this? Right. Now we're playing Quake. I'm only allowed okay. to play with a GameCube controller. We're the same. Oh, you're going to lose. We're both good at Quake. Okay, you and I are both Quake. No, players. no, I'm I'm
1: great at Quake. I'm
0: what a, the point of this story? <laughs> the scenario has to be we're both equal Quake players. <laughs> But they give me a controller and they give you a mouse and keyboard. I'm done. Right.
1: Well, so you agree with that, but yeah. not the other way. No, 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 not really at all. Not really at all. I think uh, I think like I said, as long as the as long as the tools are equal enough. Yeah. And I, I think between those two controllers, they're close enough. It's really gonna come down to the precision of the player. There's not I mean, there's a big difference between a mouse and a keyboard and a controller. I mean, a mouse Will destroy a freaking controller. I, I don't mean, know. In I, most these, cases, these days I'm
0: a, I, I've, I'm less sure of that than ever because I watched a guy in a what game? Oh, it was Halo. We were playing Halo Infinite. Right. And that game. Well, cross. Halo,
1: yeah, it's made for a controller, of course.
0: Yeah, but it's cross-platform, so there's people on yeah, mouse yeah, and but it was made
1: for a controller. No,
0: I disagree. That game, that game plays as well with a mouse and keyboard as any other mouse and keyboard shooter. It's fine, totally right. fine. There's nothing weird about how it plays on PC. My point is. Okay, forget that one. Same thing's true of Call of Duty, which is for everything. They make it for everything. So you play Call of Duty. I've had people in Call of Duty cross-play Modern Warfare who rock every single PC player in there with their controller skills because they're that much better. But I'm still here to say, if you started controller skill guy and keyboard guy out on the exact same level of aptitude in the game, but then right. made one play controller and
1: one play mouse and keyboard. What mouse you're, and keyboard what you're saying gonna kill is them. eliminate all variables except for the tool itself. Yes, and then you will succeed. Yes, your interface matters because this because it'd be unfortunately, like unfortunately, unfortunately, we're not robots. No, but and, if you said, uh, "All right, we're gonna play
0: Street Fighter 2, and Brian's right. gonna have a SNES controller, pretty good controller for right. that game. You know, great tight D pad, right, right, right. responsive yeah. buttons, all that. Made for Scott, it. Scott, you're gonna use a a, a, a um a roller ball that came out of an old missile command and there's no other buttons. That's how you're going to play it.
1: You're going to well, kill now me talking, in it. Now you're comparing, uh, me painting with an airbrush and you painting with a hammer. I mean, that's <laughs> not going to, not even in the same area. <laughs> All right. Fair <laughs> enough. There's probably a little closer comparison, but
0: anyway, good luck. Everybody trying that's, to, that, c- that was a good discussion. I had fun with that, but yeah, yeah
1: that I, that's, that's a good question. What, what part is skill? What is art? What is, you know, absolutes, That's all, that's really interesting questions. It's actually really fascinating with this because this is a huge speed running game. So that requires a little bit of all of those things as well. Uh, And I knew right away, without even looking, I said, okay, I know people were speed running. And I knew right away that everybody's playing get to the airplane (laughs) because that's like the shortest map of any game. Ever ever made you basically yeah. yeah get you get to the runway it's just you you start out near the guard shack you walk into the guard shack and grab the key and you you could there's a lot of things you can do you could drive a tank on that level mm-hmm. uh, if you set it to certain difficulty levels you can you have to uh, eliminate towers mm-hmm. and so but essentially as long as you make a beeline for the plane you're out of there it yeah. it I think the record is like 22 or 23 seconds or something right now yeah. for uh the speed run yeah it always amazes me how
0: Oh, dude! Speedrunners like,
1: blow my freaking. It's always mind. amazes me. It's like, oh, we found one more way to ma- shave off just you know a, a tenth of a second. Yeah, you yeah. know, and it's like, like uh, the first couple of speedruns, when they really started making use of using the grenades to kind of give you a boost. Oh yeah, dude, that's that is amazing. I mean, I dropped some grenades and killed myself. It didn't give me much of a boost, right? But <laughs> if you do it right, if you do some juggling uh, and toss it up in the air at the right time and it'll come down and it'll give you like a running boost. And I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. You, you people.
0: Yeah. No, dude, that stuff is uh, whatever. Speed runners blow my mind in general, but if you want to go have yeah. some fun, do watch somebody speed running GoldenEye single player. It's a riot and do a yeah, no glitch one. Not one of those ones where they found some polygon that has a hole in it and then they jump to the end or whatever. Don't ah. do those. Those are boring. Well, maybe those are fine if you just want to see how weird people are. But I guess what I'm saying is right, right. find one where it's a proper run top to bottom as fast as they can. That's one of my favorite speedruns to watch. It's really yeah, good.
1: They're fun. And, and what's even more fun than that, I mean, when they fail, it's you know it's, it's pretty standard because they expect they're going to not get it. Right. But when they do finally nail it, they can't believe never Every speedrun I've ever seen that does this. Yeah. When they finally get it, they never believe what they've just seen.
0: Oh, they can't believe yeah, it. Their minds are blown, as well they yeah, should be. It's mind blowing. Yeah,
1: because usually it's like a combination of knowing the right patterns and learning new patterns, and then uh, getting lucky. Yeah, on you know, in some way. Yeah, yeah, you're totally yeah. right. And this is a this Run is, it.
0: This is a game where it's like. Pop, pop, boom, boom, run, run, hit, pop, hit, pop, hit the thing at the right. Like it's just there's a purity to this the speed run of it, of, uh, of Goldeneye. Can't explain yeah. why yeah. or why I'm even saying it that way, but there's something about.
1: it. It's, well, I, I think one of the things that really makes us a great speed runner is because this game originally the levels and maps and stuff was made for an on rail shooter. Uh, at least uh, at least several of the of the of the missions or maps, um, and. They're very sparse, uh, and you, I, I start, I felt that sometimes. Sometimes I'd be like, "Ooh, this is, this is very sparse. There's nothing really here." I mean, is they tried to go for a, a realism, which mm-hmm. wasn't really being, you know, Doom was not realistic at all, no, right? It's no, total batshit crazy. <laughs> uh, but this was like being more real, and one of the reasons why is because one of the devs I think was really into doing was like an architect had an architecture background mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. and so they made all these buildings, you know real dimensions and so you would enter a room that really didn't have a lot of objects because they couldn't render them all Mm-mm. because this game had to end up being you know downgraded as far as you know number of objects in there and the colors sure. and everything else so it fit on the stupid n64 because I mean,
0: it, was were- a, it was a limitation of the time and they they fit yeah. real well into that limitation that's why i'm so impressed with it is it it's not you know, nobody looks at it now and thinks oh it still looks like a brand new game not at all but you look yeah, at right. it and realize this game 100% maximized what that damn device was capable of, right? Like, and did it? It was style, and did it with panache, and it felt smooth, and it didn't feel jank. Yes. I mean, it was really something to see, and the My- fact that they could split that thing up into four screens and have that work somehow, <laughs> these guys, are, and do it in six months, the guys are geniuses.
1: i I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad that I didn't have any nostalgia for this game going in. I knew it was a classic. I knew everybody loved it. I had checked it out before, but just briefly um and i was so glad because before i even started playing i started doing a ton of research about it because i wanted to contextualize my experience i wanted to know what else was out what was i comparing it to back in the day and that really helped me help prime me to enjoy this game and i had an amazing experience and i was blown away and laughing and giggling at stuff it's like holy crap this was brand new no one just seen this and this has been a fun. This has been a great game. Yeah, I've loved Goldeneye 007 and I want to finish it. And this would be the second game this on the N64 that we've done that makes me want to do speedruns.
0: Oh, look at you. Are you gonna become a speedrunner, yeah. Brian? You're gonna be like a full-on, like uh, look how fast I'd I beat look at time and whatever.
1: I, my my schedule will never allow me to be a competitive speed mm. but I am interested in beating my own time. As a matter of fact, I was thinking about what I might do. I was thinking, oh, I might record it, and then uh, make, a tra- make that video a transparency layer on top of my new recording so I can see. Ooh, you remember kind like a, like a like like of like a ghost racer. Yeah, a ghost. A ghost racer. Exactly. That's yeah, what was, all, all those old that. video racing games always had, like, a, a ghost racer. And I was
0: I, was, I love that about yeah, the original. Just, I think the original Wipeout on PS1 had a was it ghost wipeout? mode. I, I think you're right. There's plenty of games yeah. that do. A ton of them have it. But that one in particular. Or maybe I'm thinking there was an N64 game we may have to talk about one day. I don't know if it's a right. full subject, but it was weird. It was a Volkswagen uh,
1: sponsored like a Bug game. <laughs> Do you remember this? Okay, all it was—I don't was... remember that, but it's, it kind of sounds like. Was it built on the uh, um, Midna- Midtown Madness?
0: Oh, I don't know. Like all I know is it was just like really good racing, but everything was VW
1: Bugs. That's the car. Okay, yeah, yeah. different colors. I remember one whatever. called. I remember one called Viper. Do you remember that one? Oh yeah, and I had a Viper in it. It was all. It was a viper. It was all vipers, all the time. <laughs> all anyone and had was, and owned
0: were vipers. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, there it is. And Beetle the, Adventure
0: Racing. That's the game. That's was an it?
1: amazing racing game. We Beetle we get, Adventure Racing. Yeah. Do you, you play as? Do you do you race as uh, Lindsay Lohan? No, or
0: Nor Herbie. There's no like smart cars or anything weird like that. <laughs> it's just like a really. Uh, how do I explain that game? It's it's my look. I'll say it, and this will get me in trouble. My favorite game on the N64, or my favorite racing game by miles on the N64 was that game, beating, including Super Mario 64, or uh, sorry, Super Mario Kart 64, which uh, I kind of actually hated for one reason. That game rubber banded like nobody's effing business. Right. So you're getting past uh, freaking Bowser, and you're like, yeah, man, look at me. And then suddenly Bowser's there again, right before you're getting to the end. Now, I know Mario Kart always has a little bit of cheapness with the blue shell and all that. I get it. But that game in particular, it didn't matter how far ahead you were. Someone was going to catch up to you at the end because rubber band and F off. I hated it. Yeah, yeah. But that Beetle Adventure game? That was always easy to defeat. That was
1: always easy to defeat. I mean, it's kind of like with the basketball games I would play. You just have to know when to not be in first place and then Back well that's place. true
0: except those games at least they had a goal which was to get more quarters out of you like nba jam right 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 that. um and they would have you know they'd miss all kinds of wild shots in the early game but in the late game they're hitting every three they take it used to be frustrating but you knew it was because well they want more of my money in this case right i already bought your damn game nintendo don't rubber band me to death <laughs> this is just bad anyway Oh I love it. Shadows of the I Empire is also good on there. You're right, Chad. And also Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah. You know what? Diddy Kong Racing was better than Mario Kart. Uh 100% agree with that. But there's something about that Beetle adventure game.
1: I the, do the want to go VW back and play Beetle. this. It, it very much reminds me of Midtown Madness. Uh but it with Beetles and that and, and Viper and all those kind of games. I do want to check this one out. It's yeah. uh we got we're going to have to get to some racing games. We haven't did it. We have not we haven't gone there it. yet yeah we haven't did we it. haven't did it yeah we haven't did it but we haven't done it we haven't do it but we can done yeah, do it we can done do it we can totally done we'll, do we'll, it. Done do it. we'll done do it before long right yeah oh, yeah there's just so many good and ones. maybe it's not um, even
0: maybe we don't even focus on like racing in general like we're just like hey what are some yeah. of the weird more obscure things are the things that we have a special thing for like i don't know the original need for speed on 3do was actually pretty
1: rad um, right uh, uh, road rage like not road rage <laughs> What was it called? I think we ought to have a head-to-head battle of Viper versus Super Beetle adventure, whatever this thing is.
0: We should totally – like these branded ones that actually work. That could be
1: fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, That might be fun. Yeah, yeah. branded branded race games. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something that's very specific to a particular – Oh, yeah, I think this still even looks Great. good. Look at the way these. Beatles I think it looks like. fantastic, yeah. considering that it's the N64. I mean, come on! And they had I've like seen
0: some- alternate tracks. You could go through uh, shortcuts. You didn't know were there. Uh, in some right. ways, like it, it beat games like Burnout Paradise to the to some of those ideas. Like it's a rad game.
1: Oh, I love that! Recommend it's got the speed boost with a little. T- trails behind it and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Taz and the chat oh,
1: right. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit is one of the greatest things you know ever what made. Oh, that, oh, yeah. Hot Pursuit was always some of my favorites. Um, Did you know that GoldenEye um, was going to be a race game on the Virtual Boy?
0: Yeah, that's true. It was supposed to be a racing game. I got a whole list of these like horrible <laughs> concepts like some of the stuff like, oh, okay, let's put it this way. All James Bond video games prior to GoldenEye trash right. okay yeah all of it bad there was never a good one ever that's why this was such a surprise because it was like well nobody makes good anything around james bond in the 80s they were bad in the 70s they were bad and guess what they're bad in the 90s no here comes this thing and it changes everything and it was almost not that it was almost this on-rail yeah. shooter it was almost that game boy freaking car game it was almost a hundred other
1: dumb ideas yeah but then we got GoldenEye, yeah and I just I look I think the thing that blew me away more than anything was the variety in gameplay styles that you could you could pursue with really no prompting. You know, when I first played this, I was like, okay, first-person shooter. I got to get in here. I got to run around. I got to kill everybody. Yeah. And then I was like, and then I discovered, oh wait, they had stealth mechanics because you can be uh you know hidden from uh from They have a cone of, of, uh, activation. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wow. Okay. So that changes everything. So Mm -hmm. then I started becoming, I'm a big stealth gamer. I love stealthy and I feel like James Bond lends some stealth to stealth in the movies. He's usually pretty stealthy. He's usually hiding around a corner somewhere. And then when the action starts, he really gets into it. Mm -hmm. So I kind of played it like that. I played a lot of stealth. And then when I get up on people, I would start, you know, going crazy. Yeah. And, uh, I enjoyed that freedom in this game. I didn't I didn't see that coming. I didn't see it coming. You should
0: keep playing it. It's very good. You should beat it. You should beat that game.
1: I should I got to because I've got to uh I think I've like four or five uh missions in. By the way, that was a really late concept or later concept for this game as well. They weren't going to do uh mission-based stuff until they seen Super Mario 64 and said, "Oh, you can have goals." And so that changed everything. The immersion suddenly went from Just being another Doom clone type to being something that was immersive. It made me feel like I was playing as James Bond.
0: You want to see some Uh, of the worst textures in video game history? I recommend the snow levels in this game.
1: The snow Uh, levels are fantastic. I think that was the first level that was actually developed. This is the one that makes sense for own rails because you're in all these trenches. It's so shitty. Look at those trees.
0: Oh my gosh. What were we
1: doing? (laughs) Is sparse, which makes me think that that's what would happen. You would be going on rails down through here, uh, like the virtual fighters, how they were originally probably expected to handle, be shooting people in the towers. And uh took me forever to find the freaking exit on this one, though, because if I had just followed the path, probably. But I didn't.
0: You need to. Well, if you follow the path, you get to the bunker, and then you go down the bunker, and then that's where the real fun happens. Is in that bunker. It's not really outside. Oh, there's dudes in these buildings when they roll. Their rolls are so stupid.
1: I told you the rolls are (laughs) hilarious, and they're so freaking slow. It's like as soon as they start rolling, I'm like, oh, this guy's dead. This (laughs) is the dumbest roll up. I'm gonna kill this guy before he even gets back up. It's gonna take him like I don't know how long. I did uh, like it's, how it's, your it's ammo hilarious.
0: uh your ammo would refill no matter what gun you were using and what gun you you yeah. got off a yeah. dead guy it refilled all it gave you ammo for everything
1: I yeah think. the the ammo is think. usually most the ammo is is cross gun compatible right if yeah. you it doesn't matter you just you get ammo and it'll fit in just about any gun <laughs>
0: yeah it's real dumb uh usually. the other the other thing about the game is a lot of people don't know this, but the game basically was on auto aim uh yes yeah, auto aim including including multiplayer like you yeah. didn't, there's no reticule. Uh, there's no, yeah. there's no crosshair. You just run around and Well, shoot. there is,
1: there is a reticle when you, uh, when you, when you do the look. Oh, right. Cause
0: that, but that's, that yeah. meant you had to use that shit little nub on the other end of the controller that didn't do anything good. Well, that you're thinking of the GameCube and uh, no, uh, you just, what am I thinking? of? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what yeah, am I thinking? 64 is also right. dumb though. What was its thing? It had right. a thing. Hold on.
1: Yeah, you would would do a look. Now, when I was doing the dual stick, it worked out really well. Otherwise, you had to use the C buttons. C buttons are nothing more. Oh, that's what I
0: mean. Yeah, they sucked.
1: Yeah, Yeah. C buttons are nothing more than just, hey, we should have put a D-pad over here. Um, But they didn't. (laughs) You're not (laughs) Uh, wrong, dude. What a dumb design. Look at this thing. But, you know, they were trying stuff, and it didn't always work out. But, uh, yeah. It was, uh, but yeah, your look mode with the reticle and stuff is pretty cool. That took your auto aim off, and like the sniper rifle, you didn't have the auto aim on that uh, when you went into the, which is important uh, yeah. when you went into that mode. And the sniper rifle zooms a pretty good bit, and I was, I was pretty impressed with that. Um, what I didn't like though is, like I said, it, there was a few inconsistencies with yeah. uh, some of the some of the characters. Some of them, like, were eagle eyed. Man, they could see me from halfway across the map. And other ones, I could, I could literally be right in front of them. Slap them in their knees, and they be like, "Oh, oh, oh, you're here!" Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> there was again that the AI was barely AI, like right. It was, but you're you're right that uh, that that snow level was very sparse, but it was it runs so really well ugly. because there's oh it not ran a lot great
0: because of- the polygons there was like three polygons <laughs> in there. There was the there was the ground right and these walls right. that were painted like trees. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. So it was good. All right. There's a, uh, for, for those who maybe weren't aware, we don't, there's some footage of this somewhere, I can probably find it, but um, Xbox Live Arcade in the 360 era was going to make a arcade, well, there, it was in development and almost done, like two months out of being finished, basically an up-res redo of the entire game, top to bottom. Oh. Um, yeah. That almost happened, and then didn't get released. Um, and part of that was because EA, or not EA, Activision, had gotten the rights to Everything except for the original GoldenEye, and yeah, so yeah. there was a huge fight over who got to do what. But they basically that's that's where GoldenEye Reloaded ended up getting right. hatched and it happened.
1: It gets complicated because there are so many intellectual properties involved and different people. Like um, the reason why they pulled the James Bonds from the multiplayer uh, is because they it was going to be too much hassle for, uh, for to to get because they had the rights rare had the rights to use maybe not rare didn't but rare had permission to use pretty much anything from James Bond lore, but not the likeness of the actors because that would require a separate contract. And so they pretty much could do anything they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But I don't know like odd job and stuff. Ain't having trouble with those guys I guess it's like, hey, he's not gonna care. By the way, no odd job, too short. Whatever. I sure ever buy it in the crotch anyway. For me. Uh, Odd job. I'm just going to shoot him in the head. If if anyway, so why not? Just you can play odd job. I don't care.
0: There's there are multiple projects also underway currently underway of people remaking the game in new engines. So if you, I'm looking at one right now, which is the Unreal Four engine. uh, Oh
1: god, look at all that! Oh, ray tracing almost is that ray tracing going uh, on here? Probably
0: not ray tracing, but just you know better volumetric light and all that stuff. Yeah, Uh, it doesn't look insanely good, but it it somehow retains the spirit the jank yeah. of the old game without looking like shit <laughs> yeah um i would play this if it was any kind of shape to be done it's not released or out
1: but um yeah i'd play this mod scene is like i said the mod scene is huge let me see there's uh, a points people to some website here um where is it i believe it is nope that ain't the one uh i had to post a load it later i suppose but there is a great mod oh i think i know where that no i don't okay never mind Mm-hmm. Keep moving on then. Yep. And but the, uh, the other thing I wish there's a would there's do, a yeah, there's a whole w- mod scene for the N64. Oh, there's
0: big big time. And I and, and those people yeah. look, they're gonna be purists about the original platform and all of that. I'm actually more interested in what somebody maybe does with this game in this right. regard. Like take it, put it in, you know, the Crytek or the Unreal Engine or something right. cool, but really be true to the original. Give me that full experience, make some multiplayer that feels right. Like that, I'd be into that. That'd be great.
1: I like I think the things selling me on this one that we're looking at now is the simplicity of the architecture. It's just a bunch of square uh you know, hallways, and that feels right to me. When you start throwing in all the nice water effects and you know, steam coming out of pipes and all that stuff, I'm like, okay, you've made it too complicated. That's what I liked about GoldenEye. Super not complicated. I just want to see some ugly people, <laughs> with these, polygon faces. Why do these bald doctor men all have boobs? What's going they, on with this? They, I don't. They all, but they all look the same too. They're all the same character. Oh, I love By that. The way, though I, that's what I loved about
0: Half yeah. Life. Half Life have all those guys going, "Oh hello, yeah. Freeman. Freeman, meet me oh, in the thing, really Freeman." <laughs> and that guy was always the same looking dude. It was great. Yeah, I miss that I about the games.
1: I wonder who they mapped those after because uh, a lot of the Rare game developers and, and people at Rare were the ones they scanned in for uh, use in the in the 007 GoldenEye. So. Oh, mm. right, right, right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I uh, this stuff's endlessly for- fascinating to me because uh, name another N64 game that has this kind of lasting impression, and the ones you would probably name like- would be, oh, a Zelda 64, maybe Mask right. Majora's Mask, maybe, but like Mario 64, you know, a couple of big two-part, you know, a couple of big... First party game, right? But what, this what is makes the one? What makes them better? This is the game. Yeah. This is it.
1: Yeah, this is it. That's what makes it so good. It's a. It's a one. I mean, that's it. I mean, everything else is eh. yeah. Perfect Dark. You could argue. I, plenty of people like how Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark is more streamlined. It's yes, right. Perfect Dark, but it's not James Bond, right? I no, mean, and it's, it's a, not as innovative. It took ideas that worked in right. James Bond. It's Joanna, and it's added Joanna on. Dark. Yeah, and they just added on what was already working. Yeah.
0: Um, and in in some ways that's, you know, it's exactly what they should do. I, I'd love a reimagining of the Joanna Dark games, make a yeah. new one, make it beautiful, ray trace the hell out of it, make it this amazing series X, uh, yeah. you know, PC showcase because
1: Microsoft still owns the rights to all that shit. And I feel and like that would be, be a in. better, yeah, I, I like to see that modernized because there's nothing precious about it. Right. I mean, perfect dark is just. This it's just perfect better. dark. I mean some people yeah. feel
0: precious about it, but you're right, not as much as this. This thing's got like right. sacred, you know, don't mess with the golden eye. Golden eyes the go the, touch the, the OG.
1: It.
0: Uh,
1: don't touch my golden eye, yeah. if you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, don't
1: touch me. <laughs> gross. I don't don't touch me know my gross. Don't touch my golden eye. eye. Yeah, <laughs> We live sh- too far. Never show oh, me your golden way. eye. Yeah, go ahead. Right. By the way, there's some things I wanted to do. The this game also made me want to order finally order that rumble pack for my N64 controller because this was one of those uh early on rumble packs that you would get with the N64. Did you do it? And I I haven't ordered it yet cuz I'm trying to find the right there's so there's just too many. There's just too many choices out there and the price difference is it's just not great enough that I can't I just can't find a good one. Mm. Uh anyway, Um, originally the, some, one of the suggestions, one of the failed suggestions about this game, and you may know this bit of trivia, but I just thought it was fascinating and I want to try it. It's the reason why I'm going to tell you about it, but you could take the rumble pack to reload the gun. You would remove the, there was wanting to, when you reload the gun and you remove the rumble pack and you insert it back in, that's how you reload. Mm. I want to do that so bad. They never made it into the game. Yeah. I don't think I ever got beyond just talking about it because yeah. it's a stupid idea because that's a lot of wear <laughs> and tear on your controllers and your yeah. rumble pack and everything else. Yeah. But God, I like just experience it a couple of times. right? Yeah. Just Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> that would feel so freaking good. I agree with you. Uh,
0: well, we'll see yeah. what, what ends up happening. Uh, there's your look at GoldenEye, one of the great games ever made. It's a historic point in gaming history, uh, whether you like it or not. And uh, I was really glad to revisit <laughs> it so much this week. I really had fun digging in.
1: And, yeah, uh, wow. so good.
0: I'm gonna go watch some speed runs later. That's what I'm gonna do.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you soon, you're gonna see me do 21 seconds on the runway. Damn straight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill him.
0: You're gonna beat it. Destroy it. You're <laughs> <beat> it.
1: <laughs> All right, we're gonna play guess our game. This
0: is where we take an old game, we play some audio from it, and the other person tries to guess what the hell it is. I'm gonna start this week, and my clip is uh, for a game that came out in 1994. Uh, the version I played though came out in '95. That's a little bit of a hint. Oh. Okay, console game.
1: Okay, um, That's all I'm going to say. I'll, I'll let you have other is it, answers. W- is, it, is, it, is it Windows 95? Hell no. Oh, well, you said it was 95 for the version I played. Okay. No, uh, there's
0: no sweaty, uh, uh, what's his name, Steve Ballmer dancing around yelling I did,
1: I did do that one week. Just record the intro to the Windows 95 boot-up screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Please <laughs> never.
0: All right, here's, the, uh, here's the, my file. See if you can figure it out. Here you go. This is just kind of intro flavor music here. But here comes actual, like, kick-going stuff here.
1: 95?
0: 95 is when I played it. 94, the game came out. Okay. But I, when I say I played it, I played it on a
1: platform where a version of it was made with some enhancements. This kind of has, like, a rare GoldenEye-era type music to it. Is it a rare game? Nope. There you go. He's next nice fight. Oh, wait. I know this. Wait. That's What is that? I know that one. Do you know it? I, I, yeah, that. I know that noise.
0: Did someone in the chat already say... Oh, someone knows it. Don't look. Somebody knows it, but uh, it is definitely not Choplifter is what I wanted to get out in front and say. It's not Choplifter. Choplifter. It's always Choplifter. It's super metal. Like, the game wants to be badass. Um, That's a shotgun. It's not a very good one, but... Shotgun. Super muted. Yeah. Here, I'll get to a part where he uses it again.
1: How? What is this?
0: It's it's just stupid. It sounds bad. Is he punching something? No, he's shooting. It's a bad... That's what I'm saying. It's a bad shotgun. Anyway, any ideas? I'll give you another hint. (sighs) The company who it's made sh-
1: it—it's a—it's a shooter.
0: The company who made yeah. it is now gigantic. And uh, oh, they
1: gigantic? Are they, gigan- they nine nine? Oh, go ahead. Gigantic, no, yeah.
0: they're gigantic, meaning they're huge now. And uh, they're also a little embattled
1: right now. That's your. Oh. I know you're talking about, but I don't know. They're going through 95. some
0: stuff. They're going through some stuff right now at this
1: minute. No ideas, no guesses. I can't say. Did '95 would be the era of, like, uh, let's see. '95, we was doing Doom clones. Like nobody's business. Is this a Doom clone?
0: Um, no, it is a side scroller action game.
1: Oh, side scrolling action game. Yep. Okay, then I don't know. All right, I'm gonna tell you. So that's not what I'm envisioning at all. Here it is. It is Blackthorn.
0: Blackthorn. Made by Blizzard Entertainment. Uh, co, co or Published or co-produced or something by Interplay, I think, at the time. Okay. Um, anyway, this is the 32X version of the game. Uh, a lot uh, of people don't remember okay. that, that happened, but the original versions came out on the SNES and the Genesis, and uh, the main differences were a bit better sound. And that's really it. <laughs> they didn't do much else to it. Yeah. It was um,
1: it was where it, it was on? Uh, 32X is where I played it. 32X.
0: Yeah, but you can, get oh, on, well, you can get it on the 16 stuff.
1: Never, I have never played Blackthorn, but I know that sound.
0: Blackthorn played a lot it. like uh, like they must Flashback. Remember game. Flashback? The game yeah. Flashback? Amazing game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we yeah. should do a whole show on Flashback one day. Uh, flashback style is stuff going on. Um, right. it, you could tell this stuff was drawn, written, and made by a bunch of ex-Metalhead yes. stoner kids from school.
1: Game Boy Advance is how I'm playing this thing. Yes. Uh, oh, is there a Game Boy Advance version? Oh, yes. Look at that. I oh, oh that's that. trash. I love it. I want to play this one. Hold on. I'm going to see
0: that version here. I'm going to look it up real quick. Ignore, hold on oh, a Look second. at that. Uh, game. You said Advance is where this is?
1: Yeah, it says Game oh. Boy Advance. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Look at that. They do have a version for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, that could be a fun. That might be a fun place. You
1: could buy it off Amazon now for the low low price of $202.
0: I'm just going to say I don't think Blackthorn is as good as it could be. I think it's kind of a bad sounds game. Fantastic. Oh, I sounds fantastic. it sounds cool. I, don't get me
1: wrong. Sounds I, someone cool. has used that some of those sounds later on. It's probably another game adjacent to it or something that was developed by Blizzard, And this is I'm definitely
0: sure. not the Blackthorn of or sorry, the Blizzard of today. Um, right, right, right.
1: No, this is this is old school
0: blizzard. This is old school blizzard doing old school shit uh, back when they were making SNES games and then, you know, other consoles. Um, oh,
1: you said SNES?
0: Oh yeah, there it is. You know Inter- we're going to get letters. Interplay Blizzard Entertainment. There we go. Uh it I'm looking at the old 16-bit one now real quick here. It's just it's fine. Look at you, you're like a dude. He's got a gun. There's some sort of orc dude. Oh, shot him. Good. a little bit of blood, you know, jumping. That part there, it's very Yeah, that's good. Very uh Prince of Persia kind of business going yeah, on? Yeah,
1: it is very Prince of Persia. I yeah. don't remember if the game... Why does uh, why did that one... Why do some of those holes in the wall look like uh, Vagi- body parts? Vaginas? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's Just, what I was going to say. Because that's where these guys were then. Right. Ooh, Ooh password saves. Sweet.
0: Maybe there's, uh, <laughs> maybe there's something here about culture, video right. game culture, and now they... Snuck video snuck vaginas into the wall. Maybe we should yeah, have well, known that.
1: Here, some something like a vagina. Yeah, maybe that oh, would be. A oh, I didn't like that. Uh, so he, when you leave a screen, uh, when, and when the weapon is thrown at you, when you leave the screen, is supposed to re, re uh, reset when you come back in, not hit you immediately. That's stupid. Well,
0: you know, it's. I mean, this actually makes me want to play it again because there is some cool stuff in that game. But yeah, it's pretty cool. It Also had a hide behind the wall thing. He just yeah. did it. I miss back. heroes
1: who wore blue jeans and white beaters. I know, oh. dude. It's so stereotyped. Where's Duke at? Has anybody seen Duke? It's so weird. Such a weird I think game. Blizzards, I think Blizzard stole him. Has anybody seen Duke? I think they might have stole him. All right, I'm going to play
0: yours now. Do you remember
1: what it is? Actually, I do have to look it up again because I was like, oh, <laughs> shoot, what did I put in here? I love when you do but, that. Uh,
0: all right, yeah, I'm yeah gonna but play I, figured, it. I figured it out. All I figured right, it, I'll it out. I'm gonna play it. Let's see if I can yeah. get it. We now have 12,000 treasure, or is it 14,000? <laughs> what about this Gnasty Gnork character? Now I understand he's found a magic spell to turn gems into warriors for his cause. I'll take that question. Nasty Nork is a simple creature. Simple. He has been contained in a remote world and is no threat to the Dragon Kingdom. No threat! To the Dragon Kingdom. Ugly. That does it. Uh.
1: You ever said King's Quest? It's not. Is it a? Is it an adventure game like that though? Yeah. 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 Adventure game. But it's not like that. Not that kind of adventure.
0: Oh, not point-and-click adventure then. No. 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 And this is not what year? Sorry, I
1: didn't ask. Uh, nineteen ninety of eight. Hmm.
0: Ninety-eight. I had
1: to cut a little bit short because they started saying the character's name. There's another clue for you. Uh. No this is too early. It's for Three is yes. Yeah, three days early. Three D. It's a platform game. Yeah. Adventure. Yeah. Got a little adventure in there. Adventure. Yeah. Uh.
0: I don't know. I'm completely yeah. lost. I have no. Give me another I, hint. P, uh. Um. PS One. Oh, dragons. Um he said dragons. Uh uh dragons. Uh, 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 spy, uh uh Spyro the dra- the dragons.
1: Spyro the Gyro the dragon. <laughs> Is
0: that it? That's it. I ah, got it. There's a remaster of that that's quite good, a trilogy
1: Oh, thing. I love the trilogy. I purchased it. No regrets. Um Spyro still looks really good. I played this on that uh Mr that I was talking about earlier. Uh, that was one of the one I played. Uh, Very early on with the PlayStation emulation, it is still looks good compared to other PlayStation games. It's it's good.
0: that's awesome.
1: I yeah, kind of in the mood. Those are good games. They were great. Oh, they were so good. And I can't recommend that reignited. I think is what it's called. It is. It's on. It's on Steam. Let me see. Yeah. Reignited trilogy. Yeah. And it is, it is is fan-freaking-tastic. And it is also 40 gigabytes of space. Good Lord. You better have some space on your thing there. Very
0: positive. 40, 40 gig is, I
1: mean, that's three games, yeah. so divide it up. Yeah, that's- and it's a dollar per gig so it's 40 bucks deal. Look at that. <laughs> a
0: dollar a gig.
1: Yeah. Wow. But let me tell you how popular it is. Yeah. 64 of my friends already own this game on Steam. That's almost it. all of them.
0: I should get it. I have a bunch yeah. of friends I don't even know on Steam. I, I always did the, like, accept everybody. I kind of regret it because now I don't know how to clean right. it up.
1: <laughs> it's kind of a mistake. Oh, it's hard. You got to yeah. go one by one.
0: Um, it's hard. All right. Well, I think I it means I win this week and you lose. You win this week. You win this week, Johnson. Take that, Johnson. All right. Now let's do these, uh, these emails. Welcome to the treasure room. Here's one from Nate. Uh, he sent the email in to uh, PlayRetroShow at gmail.com, and his email goes thusly. Hey, guys. I'm one of the people that saw the recommendation on Pocket. Podcasts. I think he means pocket.
1: Yeah, pocket cast. cast. Yes, oh, so sweet. We yeah. got a cast.
0: We do. We love that. That was so nice of them to show to showcase us yeah. that first couple it of weeks. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm really loving it. Currently on a run and gun show. Request. I don't oh, know anyway. if it deserves a whole show, but I swear I put more quarters in a gauntlet than an indie, into any other. Not only were the mazes fun and the huge uh, numbers of enemies were awesome, but the teamwork was great. Nate. Well, Nate,
1: yeah. I guarantee yeah. you we will be doing yes. a gauntlet episode. 100%. Yeah, gauntlet... It- Gauntlet has been one of the most requested games we've uh, probably received, and yes, we are definitely do Gauntlet. Well, I've just been trying to figure out, a, does Gauntlet by itself have enough for an episode, and if not, what do we bundle it with? I mean, I've got so much love for Gauntlet. I'm the same way. I put so many... It's one of the games that at the arcade I just... just I think or, we have an angle it on it. Do. The
0: angle is an e- is not uh, well. Th- here's my take on it. The angle should be not just Gauntlet, but what did Gauntlet do? Because Gauntlet Gauntlet, Gauntlet informed an entire you know genre of m- stuff moving forward. What is what even is right. an action RPG? What are RPG elements in the 80s? Do we even know what the hell that shit was supposed to be? Did D and D players uh, recognize this for what it was? Kind of an action offshoot of what they had been doing turn based over a table all those years. Like there's so much to say about the future of things. Does Diablo exist without something like this? Probably not. Or at least not in right. the exact form we got it. Like in a lot of ways, this is proto Diablo, this is proto action RPG. I think it has a huge place in the history of games. And I think if we took that angle on it, a little bit like yeah. what we did today, and uh it would work.
1: It was arcade it was arcade staple as well. I mean it was always there for i mean, the entire time I went, no matter what games came and left the it seemed like gauntlet was always there it just it just remained. Do you remember this
0: sound here let me find it um gauntlet if i as here Gauntlet. people make people make covers out of all uh, covers of it
1: all the time, but I just want to hear the original here uh can't find it that gauntlet it. reboot years back was really fun as well. I mean it wasn't the original Gauntlet but it was still good. Let me see so if cool. I can find the arcade version of it. Okay, I think this is the sound it made. Let's see.
0: Wait. Oh Beep shit. Boop. This isn't working. Big Uh, you know the kind of like it would call out to you to make you come on. Oh a yeah, yeah, the attract mode. Yeah, attract mode. Can I not
1: yep. find get it? Get over here. Is that it? <laughs> no,
0: that's definitely not it. I can't find it. But it was like this
1: <laughs> Wizard says, get over <laughs> here. <laughs> oh, am I thinking of you know what I'm thinking of is Marble Madness. I keep doing that. Well, that's hilarious. We had to do Marble Madness just for the simple fact that Scott needs to do Marble uh, Madness. Then we need to talk about uh we'll we'll tie that in with all trackball games. How about that?
0: That's fine, but man, Marble Madness as a as a high school experience for me, that thing ate all my quarters, right. took all my money, all of it. Right. <laughs> how many other games from then do i remember the music from it's insane i love it yeah i love yeah. Marble it, was, our, it was
1: life it was life
0: it was life so anyway uh future nate, nate. will hold a, you, nate. A, absolutely we'll be doing something with uh, gauntlet promise that's coming uh gaspar wrote in says scott and brian I have oh. so many memories of faxanadu from my childhood uh i don't know what that is hold on
1: We've actually. This is the second time I've heard about Fix. Maybe, maybe Gaspar is just really uh, vocal about it. But I think he's not the only person that's uh, uh, requested. Yeah, it's a
0: NES game. It looks like Uh, Hudson Soft made it. Action role playing platform adventure game from the family computer Mm -hmm. Famicom Nintendo Entertainment System licensed computer. Blah blah blah. Let's see here. Um, uh, Was the first party title under license from Hudson Soft. Mattel distributed the game in in the uh, European uh, stuff. It was a spin off or side story of Xanadu, which is the second installment of the long-running RPG series. The problem is we had our own Xanadu right. over here. and It wasn't a game. It was <laughs> a stupid show. Right, you right, right. I mean. right. Anyway. There's
1: something means something totally different in the says, States.
0: He says, I would spend days at a time trying to get through it. It was the first side-scrolling RPG I was exposed to at the ripe old age of eight-ish. And I, uh, it was truly... Sorry, it was truly impossible, and never got to finish it. I would love to know right. if you guys ever played it and what you think. Your show is inspiring me about the games of your and bringing up lots of nostalgia. I love the show, Gaspar or Gaspari. I am not sure you say her name. Um, I never played it. No, I, I, I didn't, didn't either, know it existed. But
1: yeah. Looking at the screens, I am like, wow, this is such a colorful game. What a great, uh, what a, what a great setting this is. And I've I've seen it before because it's been recommended before. But yeah, I think I think it's definitely worth a look. How about we we can maybe have a segment or maybe a show of stuff we never played. Mm, yeah, <laughs> first time it first first playthrough. That's what we always do on Twitch, right? It's first time playthrough of uh, of this game. So I'm I'm interested in this. One. This is also a good recommendation. I Guess there's a remastered version of this. I didn't know that. Uh, it looks like it. Yeah, and a lot uh, of fan art. People people who love it love it. So that looks remastered to
0: me. Yeah well yeah, okay i'm interested i'd never heard of it so I right would, right i wouldn't mind playing faxanadu it's a terrible name faxanadu this is where do you need to send these papers well faxanadu probably, probably and tell and us
1: no no it's got us faxanadu or, or faxanadu, something probably but we'll find out soon
0: faxanadu. i can hear the emails flowing in as i say
1: it oh uh, where is our email
0: oh we got one don't you worry uh well we just did them there's two of them Playretroshow at gmail.com is the email address to use. Please use it on the frequent. We would love to hear from you. Okay. Next week, we are talking about Punch Out. Yeah, that's right. Listen to this. I got one right here. Body Blow. Body Blow. Body Blow. Body Blow. Body blow. It doesn't sound right, though. Listen. Body Blow. It sounds like that a sounds b- right. bloody hole or something.
1: Body Blow. <laughs> Body Blow. Anyway, it's starting to sound like. i played weird. so much... Almost every console for an arcade for a while, every visit was always a, a, a boxing game, either Punch Out or Ready to Rumble. Is probably the last real boxing game I played on the Dreamcast. But uh, I used to love these.
0: Oh, they're great. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. Punch Out in particular got a huge story around it—the Mike Tyson part—and then that going yes. away and Super Punch Out and what the difference was, and Glass Joe and all these stupid characters and. <laughs> How that game worked. It was a weird,
1: weird... And then I discovered there fighting. was some game in the late 70s that I had never seen before. And it was a boxing game. And it had, like, uh, controllers. And there was two boxing gloves. And you had to basically hold on to the boxing gloves. And you could punch. Yeah. And... Uh, it 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 didn't it didn't have a lot of them uh, made and there's only like one in existence left or something because people just tear that thing up right oh so gosh. they just got destroyed. Yeah, yeah. By
0: the way, I did, I, don't, I forgot to tell you this. I found out via TMS. Some listener wrote in with a video showing a uh, pinball machine for Joust, the game we talked about in our very yeah. first episode.
1: I think I yeah I was doing that. I think I remember seeing something about so a pinball weird. Joust. I didn't even know that
0: existed. It was this two player yeah. thing. You were on one side or the other, and it was sloped up in the middle right so you would hit trying to get your balls up to the middle and then they would sometimes fall down the other guy's side and you have to deal with it um all sounds bad but you know what i'm saying like right right. uh i don't even know if it was any good i didn't even know it existed so every once in a while someone will say hey do you know about this game like what the frick are you talking about but not next week because punch out baby Punch out. Punch and all out these kind of games and- like it, you know? There's lots of these boxing yeah. games, first person side scrolly. We're not going to get into the whole fighter genre. There's plenty to talk about. But specifically, oh, yeah. you know, the impact of punch out. It was a big deal. It's a big deal.
1: Yeah, we don't have we don't have time to talk about all the fighters. And I'm also going to probably update everybody on my Swiss disc that just came in from handheld legend. Uh for my GameCube. I'm going to see if I can do a little soft modding on it. And then maybe I will load up. Time splitters. We'll see. What is Swiss disk? Swiss disk is a. It allows you to do. To, to it's got a. It's a menuing system of software. Once you soft boot into this, then you can. Uh, you can do different things.
0: Yeah, it's got some. some it's software. got little marshmallows yeah. uh, for your Swiss. I could have burned
1: uh, my own, but I was like, I'm lazy. Somebody yeah. else do it for me. please I had to buy the little tiny disk. I had to get my. I Brian's
0: get got my people.
1: out. He has. Uh, people. he has people now. It's fine.
0: It's fine. People. Brian will have his people do it. Handheld legend. Uh, there you go punch out next week be here for that in the meantime our show is brought to you by your help at patreon.com slash play retro please continue to support us there because we needs it to keep doing what we're doing and <laughs> if you haven't yet supported us it's not expensive it's super easy to get in and there's lots of reasons why go check it out patreon.com slash play retro those emails are play at gmail.com and of course play retro show on twitter uh, if you're looking for uh, more information about the show or all the places you can get it, which is kind of everywhere, go to frogpants.com slash play retro. Yes. Hey, Brian, I think that's it. Anything else you'd like to say before we uh, go?
1: Yeah, I, I play these games throughout the week. If you follow me on twitch.tv for slash Brian Dunaway, I play uh, it usually 6 p.m. Eastern time, and I played a lot of GoldenEye this past week, and I expect I'll be playing a lot of punch out. This next week.
0: Very nice. Check out frogpants.com for more great shows, including core and other game shows that talk about video gaming in different ways. This mm-hmm. is our favorite thing around here. We like talking video games. So go check it out. We'd love it if you did. That'll do it for us. Thanks for listening. Go play something retro. We'll see you next week. No odd job. Our <laughs> job is OP. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. That's what it sounded like when you died.